Welcome, heroes. Welcome to Unsung Heroes. My name is Mike Mercadal. I host an interview podcast called Zeros on Heroes, where I interview people about their heroes. But this is Unsung Heroes, where you guys get to be the heroes. Uh, can you tell from the spooky music? We're talking about true crime and unsolved mysteries. Uh, this is Unsung Heroes True Crime Podcast. Basically, it is a 100% capitalization on how popular true crime podcasts are. And uh, hopefully this is this is a social media ploy disguised as content. Uh, you guys are all complicit in this crime. You're aiding and abetting me right now doing this bullshit. Uh, and I appreciate all of you. Thank you all for being here at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens, every Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, I appreciate you all for being here. That was the theme song too. Who knows it? Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. Does anybody remember that show where he comes out and he's like, this shit is uh, spooky and uh, it makes you not trust any of your neighbors and uh, Kevin across the street's been acting suspicious and he might be the guy. And they also, this is also the first time I ever saw people do age progression photographs. Do you remember? Like that's a big thing for for solving crimes and i've always i've always questioned like do, are, is there ever like a result do they ever find the person and be like yo we nailed it you know like we <laughs> yeah the, the, we fucking crushed it or like the this is this is i i did not realize how important a police sketch artist is right? they would always do the police sketch artists and i always was like that that's a dope job like to get as an art like if you're just an artist and all of a sudden you're like i also fight crime you know like that's also my thing um also, the Punisher is coming out. It's also tied in loosely with that crime and punishment. Uh, you, yes, I get the groan. That's fine. I'll take it. The uh, We're going to be talking about today uh, your favorite, if you have a favorite true crime podcast, something, a show or a movie that was ripped from the headlines. If anybody remembers uh, a Law & Order episode ripped from the headlines, there's a couple that I remember. Uh, and also, if you would like to confess to a crime and put an end to an unsolved mystery, you can do that as well. Yeah, yeah. There's. I'm. I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying anyone here has to confess to murder. I'm just saying that if you felt like confessing to a small crime and it's been weighing on you since childhood, maybe you stole from the collection plate at church one time. Uh, I came up with that one real quick. I did not. I. I have never stolen from a collection plate. Um. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh but also I have a list of true crime stories that are uh odd and unusual that have been ranked by ranker.com. So blame them if this is boring. Uh what do you say we get our first true criminal? What are we what are we calling each other today? What are we calling each other? What's what's the our first we'll say our first, ooh, that's got a rape connotation now with the Brian Singer, but and Kevin Spacey. That's a double whammy for unusual suspects, for the usual suspects. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our first hero this evening. Coming up to the stage is not in the room. Uh, goes back in the bucket. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Joe Hartman. Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm sorry. What did I call you? Yeah, I, Joe, come up on the stage. What's going on, man? You didn't put your last name on here, so I was confused. I'm going to turn that on. Yeah, we got new microphones, everybody, and they are, this is an experiment as well. Hey, check, check, check. Nice. 
Nice. Good to be here. What's up, Joe? Happy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, uh, first things first. Yes. Are you, in fact, a criminal? Yes. You have committed a crime in, in the past. Yeah. And I, I, um, I, right now, it feels like I'm addicted to shoplifting. Really? I, yeah. I stole almost all of my Christmas presents. <laughs> wait i so, felt bad about it <laughs> wait yeah. so you you gave you you went to a place uh and you stole stuff there with the sole intention to give it to other people yes are are you a modern day robin hood is what i'm getting you are a modern day uh rob from the rich to, to yeah i just don't have any empathy for burlington co-factory <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh fuck that giant conglomerate of coats. Yeah. Uh yeah. I have to ask, what did you take? Um well <laughs> I got oh, I got something big. Oh my god. I forgot about this. I got a uh 100% cotton down comforter for my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Does your girlfriend know that her Christmas no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and she will never know. This she, will not leave this room. Yeah, and absolutely will not be recorded <laughs> onto a podcast. Oh, fuck. Wait, uh, I have a question. You, you yeah. stole this is a giant. That's a bulky I item. I know. Are you are you a good shoplifter? How did I'm, you get away with it? I must be. I didn't think I was, but I I continue to shoplift, and I'm like, damn, this is easy. What's going on? Like, I, I can't. I'm not good at this. I can't be good at this. It, do you? Is it because of the government shutdown that <laughs> they're just like not caring anymore? Security. I, you I'm know, joking. I think like most people. Like, okay, first of all, I I have done some research. Like, you know those cameras, the like dark black circle yeah. camera. Uh, they have a blind spot directly under them. They cannot really? see. If you're right underneath one, they can't see what's going in your pants or whatever. But anyways, so so I grabbed uh, Bur Burlington Co. Factory sells these like dollar uh, shopping bags that say Burlington on it. So I just grabbed one, ripped it off, and then I put the comforter in there. And then I waited for the security guards to like not be looking. Because uh, they stand by the exit, I was I held my breath a little bit as I walked out. What, did you get a rush? Is that why you do it? Is that why you do it just to get the exhilaration of committing a crime? You know what? I think there is an element because I I have had addictions, and right now I'm in the uh, like a twelve step program. Oh, uh, well, not for shoplifting, I guess. No, yeah, no, and. <laughs> Uh, so I do get a rush of, I'm told dopamine, uh, yeah, yeah, no, stealing. it's supposed to like yeah. anything. It's the same people. reason people watch scary movies or they'll do yeah. stuff that they like, or people who have sex where they might get caught that yeah. exhilaration that you feel yeah. like that idea of, um, that rush is what you get addicted to. Yeah. Now I have to ask you, have you ever solved a crime? Ah, uh, have mm. you ever been a part of an investigation? Um, not entirely, but I have accused people of crimes. <laughs> okay. I have, Justly or like, I don't know. Or to distract from the shoplifting. So we, in high school, we had a teacher who was like renowned. And uh, his name was Mr. Hobrick. And his name was on the basketball court. Whoa. You are just saying names with no. Well, there's more. Okay. So 
somebody found his laptop with a bunch of uh, girls from high school uh, with their their oh, faces. No. Yeah, their faces cut out. This was it back in like 2005. So it was like, I don't know, pasted. Their faces were cut out and pasted on the bodies of porn stars. What? Wait, yeah. like, like actual physical stuff or, or Photoshop? It was like Microsoft Paint. Wow. Yeah. But the school released the school released a statement saying that he had the photos of the girls' faces separate from the porn stars. And I was like, no way. So I came out and accused him of wow. pasting the faces. Yeah. Good, good for you for catching a creep. Yeah. But also that's fun. That's uh, did you was were you in the process of stealing his laptop and then you discovered <laughs> Uh, uh, just to tie it all in, do you have a favorite true crime podcast? Do you listen to anything that involves any movies or TV shows or podcasts that are, are about um, crime and true crime? I have a favorite true crime story. Okay. Uh, this is my favorite serial killer of all time. He's pretty recent, actually. I think it was like 2016, maybe. His name, you might know him. His name's Todd Colehep. Uh, I believe they caught him in either Virginia or Carolina. Uh, and, um, he had a woman, he had killed a couple of people. He chained them up on his property, <laughs> you know, like you do. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had a woman chained inside of a large storage thing, bin, like just on his huge 20 acre property. But here's the fun part. <laughs> he was leaving Amazon reviews on the products that he was using to kill people with. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? Wait, like, yes. these, these garden shears are perfect for stabbing. Five he, stars. So he had a, a fold-up shovel, and he wrote on the Amazon review, like, oh, because it, it was like a tiny shovel. I guess it was a tiny shovel. And he's like, oh, five stars. Uh, uh, if only uh, came with a midget or... Uh, what? Uh, and then there was a chainsaw that he reviewed. Five stars. He said the chainsaw works great. The hard part is getting my neighbor to stand still. Uh, Th these are the legitimate. Uh, re yeah, th this were on the reviews. Yep. What? Yeah, yeah. I tried to make a bit out of it, but I could never get it. People just didn't sympathize. And uh, I wonder why. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Google, Google him, Todd Colehead. Uh He was leaving Amazon reviews, like taunting people. It was awesome. He was reviewing like garbage bags, chainsaws, shovels. Oh, oh, locks, chain, a chain and a lock too. He wrote something like, you'll grow old before you claw your way out of this chest. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, these are great trunks. You know, it was like a, it was like one of those trunks that shuts and locks. And at what point do you think the Amazon security people or the Amazon rev the people who review the reviews were like, "Hey, this guy, uh, this guy's yeah. a little weird, huh?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like they send it up the ladder, like, "Hey, should we be concerned?" Yeah, like, like it's like the Zodiac killer. He left clues in Amazon reviews, like that's yeah. straight. Yeah, part of me wondered if either a he was just a guy that liked reviewing things. You know, like sure. Yelp, yeah. movies, et cetera, and just happen to kill people. Or if he was trying to like let other serial killers know that these were good products. Like I don't know. Like heads up heads yeah. up uh serial murderers. Yeah. Wow. 
That's yeah. yeah. That's yeah. It's true. Yeah, they, they're very discriminatory against I mean, serial killers. I mean, what, why do you guys think he was leaving Amazon reviews? I don't know. I I would imagine that it's it's like because you know that's the whole idea of like serial killers want to get caught. They want recognition Ooh, for how yeah. how smart they think they are. You know how they're going to get away with it. They want to get caught. I like that. Yeah, the reviews. Yeah. Amazon review. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like he. I wonder if he yes, like he was reviewing like a blender that he bought that didn't work out well, and he's he's like none of these reviews are giving me the rush that I need. Yeah, like if he was just serial murdering just for the reviews, just like that's what that's what I wondered too. If he it's was, like, I'm not passionate about murder. I'm passionate about reviewing things accurately on Amazon. Yeah, what is it? Top reviewer, right? Yeah. yeah, like his 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 review rate, his customer rating is like through the roof, hundred percent. He's just like the best guy. Or you know how sometimes companies send the products to people and they're like, "To disclose, I was sent this product for free in exchange for an honest review." <laughs> yeah, this Milwaukee chainsaw yeah. worked out great. Full disclosure, they did send it to me to use. I don't think they're aware that I'm using it to sever limbs. Yeah, uh, do you? Funny. Uh, let's. This is uh, from the list of uh, interesting. Uh, unsolved crimes or, or true crime. Uh, with these are bizarre true crime stories. Uh, one through fourteen. What number would you like? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um. Oh shit! It wasn't too long ago that the strange story of Ariel Castro made headlines. For more than a decade, the Cleveland bus driver held three women captive in his home. Gina De Jesus, Amanda Berry, and Michelle Knight went missing in Cleveland area between 2002. I should probably do a spooky voice for this. And 2004. At the time of their abduction, the girls were 14, 16, and 21, respectively. Each of them was presumed dead until Berry staged a heroic, a heroic escape from Castro's home. Wow. Uh, Berry managed to get out of the house on Seymour Avenue with her six-year-old daughter, whom Castro fathered. Blech. She alerted authorities, which led them uh, led to the rescue of her fellow captives. Demolition crew leveled the house the same year as the women's rescue. Like they tore the fucking. That's the one yeah. that the, that went viral on the internet. Remember when she, wow. when she like there was like that the black dude that would that that she ran into the arms of a black dude or whatever. Wow. Remember, and the guy was like, you know, something crazy when the white girl was running into the hands, you know, like yeah. And then you remember that. That's, that's pretty ambitious for a bus driver. Yeah, I wonder, like, they were saying that he was, like, yeah. for three years. Those are the ones that freak me out the most, where it's like, how, that's, you know, that's it's a, a long time. You know, it's a felony to assault a bus driver. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, that's why those girls were worried. Yeah, they're like, I can't fight back. He's a bus driver. Oh, I don't want to go to jail for assaulting a bus driver. Uh Joe, thank you for being here. Is anything right. you'd like to promote before you go? Uh, go self-help yourself podcast. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Mike Mercadal actually will be on the podcast this Sunday. I'm going to be, yes, on Sunday. I will be there. Uh, we're going to be reviewing the four-hour body. The four-hour body, which is uh, I've done and used, and it's uh, it's uh, super interesting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Joe. Thank you so much. Coming up next... Give it up for John Smith! John Smith! You can bring that to me. I'll take that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Hello. What do you got going on? I think that mic's off now, too, but uh, I'm conserving battery. We got wireless mics, everybody. I'm super uh, testing these things out. We'll see what... Check, check.
Chick, Lights chick. on. Yeah, when yeah. you said you had wireless mics, I was really excited for a second because I thought it was going to be like those Britney Spears mics. Check. Yeah, I, everyone gets everyone gets like a weird lavalier or a weird thing that people's breath is really close to. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's the grossest thing about comedy is the microphones. That's the where That's true. That's what I want most out of every podcast. Every breath someone makes, just breathy. <sighs> yeah. I just want like like there's a fat kid sitting behind me in the bus. <laughs> uh, or very fitting uh, for true crime podcasts. Have you ever gotten the prank calls of someone being on the, like breathing into oh, the yeah. phone and stuff yeah. like that? And like, I was like a teenager and I fucking fell, like not fell for it, but I was like, oh, I thought, oh. and then I was going to say, scared. I fell for the voice on the other end of the phone. We were mad. I was oh, madly yeah, yeah, obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? I love you. Yeah. 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 No. Stockholm syndrome. Full, full, yeah. Full on auditory. You know, it's funny that that shit now, like if you look up ASMR videos, that's what so many of them are. That's just people whispering. Yeah. It's just people going like this and you can hear their like lips smacking and then their fingernails are touching like paper or some shit like that. They'll tear like a piece of paper. They'll scratch things. And that, teenage girl that's doing that makes more money than us uh, that that is truly a, a crime uh, no but like do, that's do they have asmr uh sex chats i would imagine yeah, so I, dude. have to be i'm sure I'm, I'm sure on pornhub there's a ton of yeah, asmr like you just call up and it's like the sound of rice on sandpaper and, <laughs> and then she's like oh yeah you like that yeah that's she's super like, I'm fucking specific haircut, the fucking rice on <laughs> Rice on sandpaper. It's like, well, that's my thing. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, John. I have to ask you. Have an Asian yes. Are you a criminal? Not that I'm aware of. I might have committed some crimes that I I was not aware. Of. Like a, like a Mr. Magoo sort of situation where I just stumbled into it and caused problems and then stumbled out. Yeah. So you you've never knowingly committed a crime that you were caught that you got caught. Um, second of it. Okay. Well, I mean, crime such a like I don't like. Um, like we said, there's a varying I, uh, yes. levels of crime. Well, well, this is a minor one. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I fucking used to steal from my old, my first job like crazy, but it was one of those things where like, I can't like when I worked there, the woman who trained me was like, yeah, you can just take whatever you want. No one cares. Oh wow. And I was yeah. just like, oh cool. That's right. And then we all just did. And like, it was not right. Like looking back on it, I was just like that. Nope. That didn't function. I genuinely feel like there's, there's certain jobs where they must budget for like how much paper clips people steal or like the office supplies. I would imagine like yes. when I worked in an office, I never bought a ream of paper for my printer at home forever. I just like take a factor theft into the budget. So if yeah. you don't steal, you're basically leaving money on the table. Yeah, spoken like a true klepto. Think uh, about it. Yeah, no, it's true. There's, <laughs> there's like when I I worked at Best Buy for like after high school, and there was literally like we know we're gonna lose this many computers, and we're like Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Like that happened to me. I got fired from Best Buy actually for stealing. No, someone else stole a computer, and they fired me for negligence because I, you didn't rat him out or something. No, Did you I know? just, I, I, he just kind of took the computer and I was just spacing out. Okay. So true, true negligence then. So they were justified in firing <laughs> I, you. I brought him over to customer service and I forgot to take his money. And then he's like, yeah, I paid for it already. And then he walked out with a computer. Oh, and I, I got fired. 
That sounds yeah. about right. Makes sense. Uh, that's Makes fair. Sense. That's not fair. Uh, so now I steal. So yeah. Uh, so you, you've, you've like stealing yeah. from the office. Um, I feel like is is. Well, this was not an office. This was like oh. a gas station. Oh. Uh, this was like I was a teenager. Like yeah, my yeah, yeah. first job. I worked at a gas station slash Harley Davidson shop. Oh okay. Yeah. You, that, that's specific. where you stole your many many motorcycles. That yeah, you, yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's what you see me just you know uh, polar bear ride every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never been a poker on a motorcycle run or whatever life. they're called. Not that cool. Uh, Have uh, you ever solved a crime? Have you ever been part of an investigation? That really um, puts a lot of like. Like you believe in me and way more than you should if you think I could put things together <laughs> enough to solve a crime. Well, there you was know who solved um, crimes? Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo has accidentally <laughs> solved crimes. There was this crime, um, a lot of murder in my hometown. Uh, and there was this crime for a what? long time. My friend was obsessed. He was like, let's City. become bounty hunters. Let's do this. Because what? this guy was... Killed. Bounty hunters? This ki- this guy was killed in um, my hometown, and it was, like, killed in the middle of the woods. He was on a hunting trip, and he was found, like, dead in, like, this parking lot area. And then his family put out this, like, uh, reward for any information on the killer. And I usually, like, drive by on my way home and see this giant lit-up billboard with just, like, two, like... I forget how much money it was. It was thousands to like anybody who could give any information on this guy's killer. As far as I know, no one ever found out. Yeah, I've seen it was that just, shit on TV, like yeah. Crime Stoppers. Like, call this with anonymous. You can give your tips anonymously. Oh, you know, for sure. But it's a giant billboard, and that's weird. <laughs> are, are bounty hunters allowed to kill? I think that they're allowed to. They're allowed to carry. And uh, then I guess within the laws of wherever state you're in, that yeah. you can use the gun according to whatever. But I also don't. I think there's Sounds certain rules in terms sick. of like executing. Be a very memorable episode of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the episode where he finally murders somebody. <laughs> yeah, where he just kills somebody. Didn't he say the N word a bunch he, of times? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. you seen that? Have you seen that guy? That guy says the N word a lot. I don't know. Th- I don't know that for a fact, but I have seen a picture of him. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have a favorite uh, true crime podcast or show oh, that you enjoy? Movie? So yeah, I like so like my first like real true crime obsession was uh, like Party Monster. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah, based to- on I, to- Toby is the only person that you had, and she's the one I would expect to yeah. stay on brand Toby. Yeah. <laughs> on brand uh, Toby, that's her name. Uh, but. Uh, um, uh, Party Monster was it's uh it's there's a movie there's a documentary there's a book, um I've consumed all of them, uh, but it is uh about uh the club kid scene in the nineties right and uh, the guy who was like this big like yeah well James St James wrote it he's the he he wrote it but it was Michael Alig uh, who um, killed his drug dealer uh, Angel. Uh, and with a hammer, of course. And it's like super, um, like it's su- one. It's a super crazy scene that was kind of like based on art and fashion, and kind of just being a weirdo. And it's like where RuPaul came out of, and all that. Sure, sure. And then on top, uh, and then it gets super into um, like they get super into drugs and stuff because it was all about the ni- the New York nightlife of the nineties. Yeah, like um, cocaine, ecstasy, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, more uh, yeah, ecstasy. Special K, heroin. Yeah. That's the combination. 
put them together. That sounds like Probably. a nice little evening of being on a couch, uh, yeah. stuck and doing nothing. But like, so it was a mix of like all of these things of like, oh, there's this creative element to it. Oh, it's like this weird queer thing. Also, like, there's this weird murder in the middle of it that makes it all just super fascinating. I became, and they made this movie starring um, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin, and it was his like return to acting after being away from it for a while. And uh, and then Seth Green's in it as well. He's fucking amazing. Uh, it's a not a great movie, but it is a very good movie. It's very low budget, and actually, the company that made it now makes RuPaul's Drag Race, and now makes a fuck ton of money. Wow. Yeah. So so it's it. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen Party Monster, but I've I've seen it as like this indie film darling of everybody talks about it being darling's a, a strong word, but yes. yeah, <laughs> is it a cult? It's got a cult. Uh, yeah, it does following. have a cult following for sure. I guess more now because of the whole if they're produced by RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm sure, sure, I'm sure it's got I'm more sure. eyes on it because of that. I, the other thing about it is that. There's so much footage of these people that you can like go back on or just a YouTube and like watch like they were on like Geraldo and shit like that because they were before the murders. They were just like, look what the kids are doing these days. They're dressing up and like they're dressing up in these incredibly like elaborate, weird drag kind of outfits. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah. No, I understand. Um, the only thing I relate, like when everybody, anybody talks about like New York in the nineties and that scene, I only picture the, the fucking movie. I, I'm sorry. It's the obligatory hackers reference for every yeah. episode. <laughs> Uh, the, where like they show like the club that club scene where it yep. goes from like this like like techno house music to all of a sudden there's like a rap rock band going on yeah. like there was just like a weird mix of fucking like, everything that but gayer <laughs> yeah that. And, like okay here's a fucking crazy ass detail about it so uh, he killed this guy with a hammer also this is a little bit weird to say because this guy is out and he has a Twitter feed so don't at him for me please uh, uh, the but, murderer yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got out like not that long ago. And the, from murder? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he no, and he was in jail for like two decades or so. Yeah, but um, Lord. But uh, good God, he, that's um, fucking crazy. But like, this is a crazy detail. So he murdered what this a guy, country uh, with a hammer. And before he was uh, like there, not too or much earlier. I don't actually know the timeline. He put out a party. He did a, a party that he hosted called like Bloodbath. And the poster for it is him with this other woman who was in the scene. And she has like bashed his, uh, her head in with a hammer. And then he's like licking the blood off the hammer. And that's the poster. Wow. And that's before the murders. He was, he clearly had a thing in, in mind. I don't know. Yeah, it could he, also be, like, if you, it, like, if, they, when they did, talk about it, they're just. Did they use the poster as evidence in the court? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, exhibit A and through Z. Like, this is all you need to see is this guy's super fucking crazy ass detail. Um, Yeah, how do you feel (laughs) about the hammer on Amazon? (laughs) We should check out the five stars. Uh, uh, But no, uh, then, so I watched, there's a documentary now that came out. It's on Netflix and it's about like his, like, it's about what happened, but then it goes on about him getting out of jail. There was a document, uh, a doc crew, like, following him and leading up and uh, shortly after him getting out of jail. And I'm watching this documentary because I have to. Sure. Uh, And there's a scene with him and, like, James St. James, his friend, and they're standing and they're looking out on the water 
where they dumped the body of the like in the in the in the Hudson River. And then they're like making jokes. And they're like, "Look, I see Angel." And I'm like, "What are you doing? You're wow. being recorded." <laughs> oh my god! Like, I like, geez, like, clearly, I get having a clearly, dark sense of humor, uh, remorse, but geez. yeah, clearly remorse, not big, on, not high on the list. Like he was yeah. going for the joke. Yeah, yeah, no, and like you're being recorded, and he knew he was being, He's recorded. being recorded. That's fucking. This great. isn't like the fucking jinx. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the jinx. Yeah. What? Uh, not when he. Not when he was. Not when he was doing his like bathroom panic sweats. Watch. Sorry, I'm talking to Toby off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like, HBO. Um, so, uh, 14 completely bizarre true crime stories. Pick a number between one and 14. 13 has been taken. Uh, what are my numbers again? I'm sorry. One through 14. One through four. 13 has been taken. Uh, uh, four. 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 Fuck I gotta get my. I gotta get my. Oh, hold on. I want to. Let, let me see. Hold on. I want to do it. I gotta do it right. I gotta add. Uh, add some drama here. Oh, drama. come on, internet. Drama. Fucking a. All right. Here we go. Show used to tear the fuck by me. In June 1981, Japanese citizen Issei Sagawa was caught in a Parisian bank with two suitcases in his hands. Inside the suitcases were the remains of Rene Hartvelt. Three oh, days I know this one. You know oh, this one? I think so, yeah, yeah. Three days before he was caught, Sagawa had shot and killed Hartvelt and then spent the intervening time eating various parts of her yep. body. For his crime, the affluent Sagawa spent five years in a psychiatric hospital, after which time he was able to check himself out and return to his native Japan. <laughs> yep. He's super famous now. <laughs> Over the 30 years since his crime, Sagawa has not only enjoyed freedom, he's become something of a minor celebrity, essentially crafting his own cottage industry from his notorious reputation. Everything from manga to paintings to macabre enactments in which Sagawa plays himself have been created in the wake of his crimes. Sagawa is notoriously known as the celebrity cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird part is like when they talk to him in interviews and he's like, yeah, no, I'd do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like he was able, that, that's the whole like he, so he got away with claiming insanity, right? Is that essentially it? Like he just, he's one of those people that if you play crazy enough. Uh, I don't really, I don't. I, yeah. And like the other thing is like, I think kind of culturally like i mean I, i'm not gonna speak for a whole fucking culture that i'm not part of yeah but john uh, you're a spokesperson for I'm, japanese <laughs> culture but for like, all of japan I'm and their history talk, i'm gonna talk like because i heard it like secondhand through someone else half remembering it so uh but like also like i think because like he killed foreign women so they're like okay really <laughs> yeah like Interesting, interesting distinction, or it's like, hey, he wasn't one I of ours. I also think he was also he was also rich beforehand, so there's yeah. like a lot of extra stuff to it that like that's, that's the thing in the article. Very titillating. <clears throat> yeah, that it becomes about like you know rich people can get away with liter- literally yeah. get away with murder. Like yeah. he's in a psychiatric hospital, he's probably high the whole time. They would just load him up with drugs and stuff. I mean, if that's if that's the way to do it, you know, like uh, eat some people, put them in a suitcase, you know, absolutely. <laughs> That's crazy to me that he got away. But that's 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 the thing. No, it's crazy that he's famous. Like, what, what? like hey, I'm telling you, there's a lot of that's serial a, killer that's fame. A good suitcase. It's not <laughs> five stars he on was Amazon. Also like, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Human remains would be leaking. Well, he was also like on the uh, like the side of a, like a riverbed, I think, and like 
there was a restaurant that of people just like watching him like take this suitcase down the riverbed. So like it was like super obvious that something was happening. Right. I again, I still think it falls under that whole like serial killers like when like the weirdos want to get caught. They're like people need to know how weird I am, you know, like mm-hmm. that that element. I just finished listening to this podcast called The Angel of Vine. Is anybody listening to it? It's like a radio drama. Uh it's it's like it's it's Nonfiction, but it's it's like a podcast told as they discovered tapes from an investigation of a murder oh, in okay. old Hollywood. It's like a found footage. It, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's great. It's really, really good. And there's this whole thing about like this murder that takes place in a very like uh, uh, ritualistic way. And the guy's like, oh, they wanted to f- they, they wanted her seen this way and they wanted attention. Us. Oh, so, yeah. No, and also there's like I think uh, there's also an element of like. It's not even, it might not even be, I want to be caught. It's just, I want to prove how much smarter I am than you. Yeah. That's what I think. It yeah. is. I think it is. That's the, 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 yeah. the obsession of like, I'm, I'm smart enough to get away with it, but I want to get as close to getting caught as possible. I mean, that's for sure what the Zodiac killer they, was doing. They just want human connection. <laughs> that's what they want. That's why they kill. He should have gone on Craigslist instead of Amazon is yeah. what you're saying. He should have just gone uh, casual and co- missed connections is what that that's all about. Now we can't even have those anymore. Does misconnections gone? Misconnections. Oh, oh wow. No more classifieds on Craigslist. First, first of all, I just want to say, called it 20 years left to the fact or whatever. Uh, John, thank you for being here. Is there anything you'd like to promote before you go? Uh, yeah, follow me at Vox the Devil. I post artwork. Vox the Devil. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for John Smith. Oh, come on. What is it? Uh, coming up next. Oh, I put you back in the pocket. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for Ben Miller! What's up, buddy? How are you? Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah they, uh, you're new to the show? You've never done it before? Nope. Just walked in and now I'm here. Good for you, Ben. Thank you so much for being here. Do you have a, uh, first of all, first and foremost, are you a criminal? Yes. Yes. Okay. What crimes have you committed? Uh, Mostly trespassing. Oh, that's a good one. Trespassing is like uh, urban exploration. I think you know, like yeah, you could... yeah, yeah, exactly. Where's the coolest place you've trespassed? Um, I mean, uh, probably uh, I've been on top of on the roof of Riverside Church. Is that cool? On the roof, Riverside Church, like on the actual like uh, yeah, like the cathedral part, or you know, like that that built that the the cross uh, part, the churchy part. Yeah, yeah, the churchy part. Yeah. You climbed all the way up there. Uh, well, I mean, there was like scaffolding up, uh, and they just sort of like leave it. And a couple of years ago, friends and I just at night we just went up there. Are you? And it was fr- very cool. It's that I I I have I, I always say that I have like the opposite of whatever the fear of heights is, where I want to be up high on stuff. Oh no, I'm really afraid of heights. So what was the motivation? Like, what drove you to want to do this? Like, oh, just because it was exciting and cool. Just the rush. Yeah. Are you from New York? No. Okay. How long have you been? Like. I've been here like four and a half years. But was this a moment of like, I'm going to capture this adventure. This is going to be... A little bit, yeah. I mean, at, at a certain point in college, I was like, yeah, I got to be adventurous and be on roofs and stuff. Commit crimes. Yeah. Have you? Is this something that has continued? Do you continue to trespass? Do you go places you're not supposed to? I've always wanted nah, to go into the... Sub, mean, like, you know where the subway station ends? And there's that platform yeah, there. I've always just wanted yeah, to keep absolutely, going. Like, just absolutely. what's over there? 
Yeah. This, okay. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, the sensor, I, I, it was mostly things that I was like doing with friends. I don't want to like commit a crime by myself. I don't want to be like a loser, you know? Right. right yes. Yeah. You don't want to be like alone in jail. You want to be like hanging out with your buds in jail. Right. Like if you go to the, like if you go, like who's, who goes to eat dinner by themselves? It's the same thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, it's true. I, I will say, I, when, when I was a kid and like, I was, well, like high school, my friends were at the time were vandals. Like they always wanted mm. to break shit. And I was like the, I, we were all like kind of athletes, but I was the fat football player. So they would all throw shit, break stuff and start running. And I'm like, no, this is the part that I'm bad at this. I'm not good at this part of the running. And they would like, I would always get like left behind. And I was like, you motherfuckers, I'm not, next time someone breaks something, I'm just going to like point at you and just be like, they did it over there. Wow. It sounds like what they really broke was your heart. They totally <laughs> did. They broke, they broke the rules of our friendship. I think the, 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 the care that you're supposed to show another friend. Was this just like bottles and stuff they were breaking or like what sort of items? Rocks at windows and like genuine, like, like a lot of it was, uh, firework based M80s in mailboxes and stuff like that. This was Florida. Mm. You know, you could get explosives guess, wherever you wait, wanted, you know. In Florida? Yeah, man. What? Here's a little thing about Florida. Half of these stories take place in Florida. The new the bizarre yeah, crimes. Like you can't light a swamp on fire, so it's pretty safe. It it feels pretty safe. The air is humid. It'll be fine. Um I feel like Florida could figure out a way to light the swamp on fire. <laughs> God knows we're trying. Um Casey Anthony. Casey <laughs> Uh, ben, do you have, have you ever been part of solving a crime? Have you ever, uh, been part of an investigation? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's sort of a long story. I don't know if you want it condensed or give it, start with the condensed and we'll pick out the points. Uh, so there, the, uh, 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 this is also another like college story. There, there, there's a food thief on our floor. So we like set up a camera and and caught the food thief. Oh, so this is like personal crime. Like this was yeah. a crime committed against you that you felt you needed justice. You're, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't like I like went out there and solved somebody's murder. This, this counts. Was, uh, this counts. There's a whole. So you you were the victim of a theft. Yes, Joe. And you um, <laughs> you were the victim of a theft. You set up a camera to record the ev the evidence. Yeah. And you busted somebody. Yes. What was their reaction when you caught them? Uh. So. The reaction at first was just like shock because I didn't think that, they just didn't think that they were going to get caught, uh, and so they, they they tried to lie. Who did uh, it end up being? Uh, just some dude with a man bun and headphones. <laughs> this is in college. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, um, yeah. He just lived like across the hall, uh, but it, it had been going on for like six months or something like that. He he'd sold a lot of food. Yeah, so we confronted him, and he was like. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. The first thing he actually tried to say is like, you know, people stole food from my fridge. You don't have to like justify it by like, well, I've been a victim of theft too, so it's yeah. okay that I'm stealing. And then That's just how things work here, bro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he was the he was he he also tried to say that that he was that he got blackout drunk. His his excuse was that he got blackout drunk and that he woke up in the bathroom with a our ice cream in curled up in his lap. That was what he tried to tell He's us. He's that one. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Blame so it that, on the alcohol. So, so we set up the camera for multiple nights. So we caught him like multiple times. They were like, "Okay, what about the night before that?" And he was like, "And he was like, I was asleep in bed." And we we're like, "No, you're rooting through a fridge, stealing our shit." And he was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. I was blackout night that that night too. Like, I have a problem." He started to convince us that he was an alcoholic. So, so maybe you, maybe he was realizing at that point. He's like, "Man, I'm 
I'm I'm really a blackout drunk. I gotta <laughs> do. I gotta fix these uh, problems. Maybe we actually we sort of turned it around because instead of like knowing him, we we're like, oh my gosh, dude, like we're so sorry. Like we had no idea. Like what do you need from us? Like how can we help you, dude? We know, like you know, <laughs> I like made up some story. Like you know, my uncle's been through a very similar thing. We can like take you to recovery, dude. Like anything you need. Oh, you offered let us you? Know. Did you call his bluff where you're like, oh, oh yeah, let's get the campus uh, act, you know, like health Absolutely. center involved, and we can find you rehab and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, and then every time we'd see him after that, we were just like so nice to him. We were like, oh, how are you doing? Hey, if you need any support, feel free to come by, talk with us anytime. It got to the point where, like, by the end of the year, he would just like cross the street to avoid us. Didn't have to talk <laughs> the to the guilt. Us. Got, I exactly. do love that sense of justice when someone is lying to you and you have evidence to disprove the lie, like right in your pocket. Like you're like, yeah, you let him run. You let him run with the lie, and then all of yeah. a sudden, oh, by the way, boom, here's the fucking video. He never even asked for the video, though. He just immediately just caved. It was like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, at that point. But maybe uh, he wanted to be caught. Maybe he knew there was a camera who was performing for he it. Knew there, and he, maybe he was reviewing your food on Amazon. Um, <laughs> what? Pick a number between 1 and 14 with uh, uh, 4 and 13 already taken. 8. 8. Oh, no, fuck the music. In 1983, the body of Francisco Patino Gutierrez was found on a street in Hialeah, Florida. My, yeah, Florida, baby. <laughs> Florida nearby, a plastic bag was found taped to the back of a dumpster. Inside was a cryptic riddle. In context, investigators found the note and accompanying and the accompanying riddle as particularly puzzling. Would you like to hear the riddle? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, no nah. riddle. Once once you're back on track, you'll travel in night. So prepare your old self for a terrible fright. Ooh, it rhymes. Oh, boy. (laughs) This fucking frustrated poet starts murdering people. Now the motive is clear and the victim is too. You've got all the answers. Just follow the clues. Boo. That's terrible. The case became known as the Liquid Matthew murder thanks to a subsequent riddle clue that was located by police shortly after. The mystery vexed the police for weeks until they released the notes in the local paper. It was then that authorities discovered that the note was written for a church's murder mystery game (laughs) a month prior to the murder. Thanks to a rainstorm the night of the game, the note hadn't been collected. And so they were still up when Gutierrez's body was recovered. Investigators later attributed his passing to gang-related activities. That's amazing. His death was just coincidentally tied together with, um, like... It's literally that TV trope of like there's yeah. a murder mystery and a like the yeah. mansion murder mystery yeah. shit like Clue and then someone actually dies. Yeah, I like I do like the reality though where there's just this shitty version of the uh, the Riddler from Florida. Like <laughs> I, want, I like that too. I, I love that. I love that. It's like it, it's literally like a rhyming poem. And then like I bet you the guy who found it, the cop who found it, was like, oh, finally, yeah, this is straight up from the movies. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. He was in his own version of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like running <laughs> and with it's it. Just this old lady printing it out on her typewriter <laughs> for a church. Yeah, the riddle is just like, oh, you have to follow all of the clues. And then there's just a big arrow pointing towards the body. Like, <laughs> 
even, <laughs> yeah, like know, he lands with his hand pointing yeah. to the note just coincidentally. <laughs> I also love the idea that the, the the clues of that church mystery party were probably like the Ten Commandments and you have to follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and you'll solve the murder or whatever. Pray. Um, it was a church thing. They're real heavy handed. Um, ben, is there anything you'd like to promote? This comes out tomorrow. So anything you like. Uh yeah, uh I'm 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 running a show at Monday at Greenwich Village Comedy Club at seven thirty. Is oh, that a weird thing to promote? It's gonna be cold, so we probably won't be able to like bark anybody in. Is it is it a monthly show or or just a one off? Bi weekly. Bi weekly. What's, yeah. what's the name of the show? Uh, just it's just called Miller Time Mondays. I don't know. I'm not very creative. <laughs> Miller Time sounds good, man. Uh, and it's at Greenwich every other. Monday, Monday at, at 7 30. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Ben Miller. Thank you, John. Coming up next. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, returning from beyond, beyond the grave, returning from a stint in prison, returning the prodigal son, Will motherfucking Watkins. What's up? He's back. Ah, oh, bear down, bitches. Yeah. Now you shaved your beard. Now it's not the same because now it's just like, please bow down, bitches. Not as menacing anymore. You're, you're, uh, sh- sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, no, but you're, uh, welcome back. You're yeah, here. Man. You're taking part in the show, True Crime Podcast. Uh, Will Watkins, are you in fact a criminal? The only thing I murder are audiences and your mom's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would see. I would love it. Nothing more if that would just be like. That's all I wanted to say. And yeah. you just fucking drop the mic and get out of here. No, a new microphone. Um, I'm gonna go get some more five dollar PPRs and tequilas. <laughs> you mean here at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens? Um, I was so uh, sitting down there. I was like, uh, man, I don't want to be the nervous knee guy. You were up here the whole time, like doing the jitterbug. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to be that guy. Well, I don't know because if- we didn't have the chair when we did it. We didn't in the middle. Yeah. We now we have chairs for everyone to be comfortable. Everybody's got to come up here and have their like fucking stomach pooch out. <laughs> they can choose to stand, but I will say, <laughs> Will, I don't know if you remember, but this is uh, not a video medium. It's an audio medium. So these jokes are going nowhere. I'm just saying people's personal images affect their voice and their character on stage. <laughs> but right now I'm shifting my spine like a motherfucker. All right. Theater degree. <laughs> um, what, what, uh, what crimes have you committed? Uh, I don't commit crimes. I'm a, I'm a good Catholic boy. You're a good I, uh, boy. When you were becoming a, uh, you were going to become yeah, a priest. I was going to be a priest and yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, this is how, uh, I, anytime I'm about to do something bad, I get immediate guilt. This has literally happened like uh, two weeks ago. I was leaving CVS and I got Sprite zeros and the big 12 pack cans. And, uh, I forgot to pay for it cause it was the self checkout. I paid for everything else, but the cans and I walked home and I was like, Oh, I didn't pay for these. These cans. And then I was like, I got away with these these cans. I stole these cans. And then like five minutes later, I walked back to the CVS with you the thing. And I was like, I got to pay for these cans. 
I can't wow. steal these cans of Sprite Zero because I'm going to go to hell or whatever else. <laughs> uh, the hell, hell or whatever else. Yeah, uh, whatever. There's going to be like a SWAT team descending on you for the fucking <laughs> a 12 pack of fucking cans. Yeah, I don't even believe in hell or anything. I'm just like, I have, I have to be right with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right with this Jesus who doesn't exist. What? But uh, clearly you've sinned. Cause that's a, oh, I jerk off a lot. That's well, a sin, right? That's the, uh, I didn't. Is mean that a for crime? That. What when is, you do it in front of children? <laughs> <laughs> what is the? <laughs> just not female. Ju- yeah. <laughs> when you, uh, I would, I would argue. Please don't jerk off in front of me. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, yeah, it's very. I've, I apologize for the disappointment. But do you? When you were. Did they view that kind of uh, crime and punishment stuff when you were going through the religious process of, did you have to go through special like cleansings or whatever? Like, I don't understand. Like Like contrition? Like you go to like, uh, you do penance and stuff like that? Like to become a priest, do you have to do any extra level above the average person? Oh, I bailed out pretty fucking early. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. What? Well, what? Why? I don't think I've ever asked you why you just were like, you, were, you quit. There was the- a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, little, I went to, I was in the Palm Beach County. I was in the diocesan youth council. I was on the bishops council and uh, all this shit. And uh, literally three bishops in a row were accused of pedophilia. Uh, that in was a probably row. In a row. Yeah, there was, How does that work? What does in a row there mean? Was, there was Bishop O'Connell. There was Bishop. By the way, it was Bishop Anthony O'Connell, and Anthony O'Connell used to be a comedian. Uh, he doesn't do comedy anymore. But every time he would go on stage, I was like, you fucking pedophile. <laughs> I don't give a damn what your punchline is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was like three in a row. There was also uh, the Cardinal of uh, Palm Beach uh, Diocese. Uh, there was a bunch of them. And then it was also uh, the whole, uh, you know, I, uh, I learned about history. And uh, science but and shit. Still, but still it has a sway on you in terms of not paying for sp- sprites or whatever. It's weird because it's like, I don't know. Is it, uh, did my religious upbringing affect my moral code? Or is it more about me reading comic books as a kid? Like, which one had more, like, Spider-Man does the right thing all the time, even though he could very easily rob a bank or some shit, but he doesn't do that. That's true. Uh, so you just... You, I would argue that with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, that's good. Has affected that's my good, life dude. more than thou shall not steal. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Yeah, I mean, I kind of I kind of buy that, where you, like, idolize a hero over, over a villain. Uh, in terms of, like... The Bible's full of like villains too. You know what I mean? Like the more and more you like, uh, like, or churches are full of villains. The more and more we're learning about stuff, it just keeps coming out where you're like, Jesus Christ, three bishops in a row. Um, now have you been a part of solving a crime or an investigation? I don't know if I've ever had uh, my detective skills put to the use, but I think we're we're kind of similar in this that we have that uh, that hero complex. Oh yeah, where it's like if we see something happening, we have to intervene. Like I mean, I mean, there's been like plenty of times on the subway when like a young woman is being accosted, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die if I defend her, so I guess I'm gonna die now. I, that you're right. That that is that is true. Like I, I will say, New York has made has crystallized what is intervenable for me or not. Like. Like whenever there's some dumb thing or like, like if it's, if, if it's a woman getting accosted, it's like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll be like, Hey, get, you know, like I'll stand there just looking big and stop the, whatever's happening. But if it's something dumb, like when I see like a fight between two people, I'm like, they're just talking, they're just talking, you know, like let them, ha- let them have oh, it. Oh yeah. I'd like, you, like uh, if you uh, have lived your life by the hero's code, 
Uh, you can you uh, fucking you, nerd. <laughs> you fucking nerd. You can discern. Like I remember once, one of the first time, uh, first year I was living in New York, I was walking to Madison Square Park, and these two young uh, people were yelling, a boy and a girl, and they were yelling at each other very loudly. And I was just like, "Fuck this shit!" And uh, I was like, "What a bunch of assholes!" I walked by them, and then this like TV crew popped out, and they all had cameras and stuff, and they were like, "How come you didn't help that young lady?" I was like. She was yelling at him too. Wait, you were involved in that? Yeah, in, in like a TV. Like there, were like, those... there was a woman in danger, and you didn't help her. I was like, he wasn't physically threatening her. Like they were yelling about, like you know, who somebody cheated on somebody. I was like, she was giving it back to him. So I'm like, they were just two assholes yelling at a park. I take that did... shit in private. Why do I got to fucking deal with it? I. Why did they show that clip on the show? Did they use it? I would have. No, they I think didn't. that makes sense. I think they're it was both that, shitty. I think it was that John Kenyonis thing, but like I was making yeah. too good of a point where they couldn't use me because they just wanted some like sap to be like, oh, I didn't want to get involved. Oh. Yeah. There was, there was one time that I got involved in a thing that, oh man, I don't know if I can talk about it. But the, <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about it. When I woke up, there was blood on my hands. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. It was like, uh, a girl, this is Miami South beach, you know, people get fucked up and they get wild. And, and I remember I was, uh, outside of a, a club and there was like a random door popped open. This girl comes kind of like stumbling out and this guy just goes whack and smacks the shit out of her. And like, Ooh. without thinking about it, this is also when I was like two ninety of like football player. And yeah. I grabbed the guy and I like threw him up against the car. The girl jumped on my back and started hitting me. <laughs> Like, like she had like a fucking big old handprint on her face. Like he f- like palm striked her face. Like yeah, he, yeah. he, he, and then she was just like, leave him alone. And I was like, so confused by it. I was like, this is, this did not work out the way I had it planned in my mind. This is, I was a hero in this moment. And now she was, it was like this weird uh, exchange. And luckily I knew one of the cops that was like outside the bar. So it but, went down like he hit her. So you immediately hit him. I grabbed him and I threw him up against the car. See that. I think that's where you went wrong. Yeah. I think you got to go verbal first. Cause uh, you don't know if it's so, like some sort of like they improv situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's improv everywhere, man. It's like that. No pants subway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I should have known they were I, thongs. Yeah. I should have No, I don't well, know. South beach. So I'll, I'll be honest. I wasn't exactly like, I didn't like compute. I wasn't doing that Sherlock Holmes thing where I was Just like, say breaking. you're on cocaine. That's all you got to say. No, 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 I was entirely sober, uh, <laughs> but it was just like a knee jerk reaction to grab. Cause he was like over top of her. And I just kind of grabbed him and moved. But it's like that element of, I don't know if that guy could have had a gun, a knife or whatever. Like I could have, you know, it could have been way worse. But it turned out this tiny Hispanic lady was just like wailing on my, the back of my head and neck. <laughs> you know what I realized that is. I sounds funny. It does. But I was very confused. When I, when I was talking about the verbal thing that reminded me, I realized every single time I've ever been in a fight or an altercation, I always yell out, Hey! And then the thing happens. <laughs> like, that's like my battle cry. Like, hey! 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 <laughs> I think it like, conveys a lot. It's like, hey, is everything okay here? Like, that's basically what I'm saying. It could be, it could be interpreted a lot. It's like the aloha of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the aloha of interpreting. Uh, uh, we'll pick a number between 1 and 14. Oh, uh, let's go uh, 14. 14. Throughout the 1980s and 1990s, the Gl- in Gloucester, England, Fred and Rosemary West used their local pub, Prince Albert is the name of it, <laughs> as a means to lure young women back to their house. 
While Rosemary ran a successful prostitution ring, Fred imprisoned women, some of which who appeared as the West's lodgers at... Oh, shit. It literally lists the address. I won't say that out loud. Fred was later charged. It's not like it's on the internet. I get it. I get it. Fred, I just, it feels weird. Like, what if that's a real address now? Like, I would imagine so. Fred was later charged with the murder of a dozen women, but took his own life while awaiting trial. Rosemary was convicted for the death of her daughter, Heather, among others. Even more shocking, the West friends and owners of friends and owners of Prince Albert, David and Pauline Williams, were also arrested for running their own child sex ring. What the <laughs> fuck? Investigators believe there is a connection between the criminal activities of the Wests and the Williams. Yeah, no shit. Is fuck. that the, 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 I've never seen it. Is that the premise for Downton Abbey? That's what Downton Abbey is, right? <laughs> Somebody, who, who watches Downton Abbey? Correct us. Right. Um, right. Maggie Smith. She runs a, a child. Jesus. She runs Comet Pizza. <laughs> 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 oh my god uh well once again bringing the same energy <laughs> uh thank you so much for being here we'll promote something before you go uh no if i can uh silver lining is a precious metal i uh, host that show uh friday's a uh, precious metal like eight o'clock be there or something i don't know whatever uh yeah. ladies and gentlemen put, li- put that no the leave this oh. one because I, I got them numbered oh, uh wow. coming up next you guys ready for your marks uh criminal of the evening that's not that that's not that give it up for elvis motherfucking Elvis Huh? What's Classic that? right here. Yeah, we're back together uh, again. This is a clock. This is an old school uh, unsung heroes right now. What's up, kids? What's up, brother? Hey, Do you have How's everybody doing? Uh, Elvis, I have to ask. Yeah. Are you a criminal? Mm, I've done some shady shit, but I don't think I'm a crook. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. You're saying that. I, 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 you know, I used to be a superintendent, man, at a building. Seriously, I had the monitors. I was like, man, Tony Montana shit. I was checking people out. Like, I don't give a fuck. I seen that car for three days. I blow those motherfuckers back to Colombia. Like that kind of shit. I was watching everybody. I timed my shit when I went into the elevators and went to the basement. Nobody ever saw me. I was sneaky shit. But I was watching everybody's moves and I called the coppers. That kind of shit. So I'm sorry, you, guys. I was a fucking rat. You were I was a, a watchy man. I was a watchy man. Ah. So wait. So but you're like you're you're the guy in the chair. <laughs> you're the the you're the surveillance. Yeah, per- I was the surveillance guy. I was fucking uh, this guy. Uh, that uh, if I don't know if you guys seen that movie Sliver, fucking the, one of the Baldwin's. Oh, uh, you missed that one. You missed that one. That it's one. a '90s flick. It was like he had the monitors and. He was checking everybody out, coming in and going. Oh, shit. I know that movie. Yeah, it's but he, he had, he had the hots for freaking this chick. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Basic, and, uh, what's her fucking name from Basic Instinct? Sharon Instinct. Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah. That's right. I remember that Sliver, movie. right? Sliver. It. Yep, that one. Anyway, I, I was for a moment in my lifetime, I was doing that shit, watching it, being fucking on call all the time, watching Having people, and Stone. seeing crime, but seeing shit go down. See, dude, I saw some mother... I mean, I want to say this is like true, like crazy crime shit, but this is how cold-hearted shit was going down, man. Motherfuckers on Christmas time were knocking cre- the Christmas tree down, man. Fuck this place, dude. In your, in the, yeah, in your building? Yeah, man, like, fuck this place. Yeah. So I was always watching crime going down. I seen people fuck, getting fucked up in the front of the building and shit. 
And I would see coppers coming around and just breaking shit up. All the types of weird shit, man. So you were like the like unfiltered cops or like Kinda, live yeah, PD yeah, or whatever. Like, I'm going to throw a cop. <laughs> but no, uh, I can't remember anything like as far as like crime, crime like I've ever done. Like, because I was a pretty good kid, man. I was cool. Is know, all stuff- I wanted to do was, like, fit in and be cool, like, not get picked on by the bullies and the fucking stick-up kids or any shit like That's that. That's true. So you either had to be funny or you had to have skills, man. You had to have skills on some shit. You had to have a good rap. Like, whatever. You had to have to get the gab or some shit to get out of yourself out of trouble. What? what? So I was, like, one of those kind of kids. I was just as much as a nerd, but I fucking went about it, like, on some, like, yo, man, I can make, I can dance. But I knew the cooks. I knew the cooks. I would love to see that scene where it's like, give me all your money. Yeah. Or how about <laughs> this? Yeah. <laughs> A little soft shoe. Turn to Gregory Hines from History yeah, of the World. Totally like, look, I'm an excellent tap dancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the? <laughs> so do you? So you took part in? Like you were? You were a surveillance? Had a surveillance yeah, system man. and all that stuff. And I wasn't proud of that shit, man. Did you help solve crimes? Like, did you ever be? Were you like nah, snitching on most people? Most of the times, that shit didn't. It was uh, that shit just went about, man. Because the cops, the coppers always showed up later. It's, I guess yeah, in our neighborhood, was, yeah. Shit, yeah in our happened. neighborhood, yeah, it does, you can't really get away with too nobody much. Really There's always a, a cop around. It's still it's take it's, it's time. Yeah. It's taking its time. What, do you have a favorite uh, rip from the headlines, true crime oh uh, God, show or dude. movie or story? No, like newspaper shit when the shit was all black and white shit, no color in it. Fucking the Carmine Galante fucking hit, the mob hit. What dude, was that? Like the, in Bush, uh, Bushwick in Brooklyn back in uh, 1979. This guy was born in 1910 to 1979 till he finally got whacked. He did the whole pizza connection thing where he was just passing the coke and everything. He did a bid, whatever. He came out and he was known as the old man. And he always, ne- never did you ever see him without a cigar. And he was always about going about doing the whole opening up pizza uh, pizzerias and just passing the coke and the heroin. To launder stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking... Uh, Oh my God, his fucking hit is legendary, dude. So like two like 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 Sicilian uh, Italian like like real hitman, which they call Zips back in the days. Like they did just do anything. God and damn, you are New York loyal, as fuck. This was my his God. Loyal, these were his loyal soldiers. They finally turned on him, and they came about like on a rooftop kind of thing. He was. Uh, Galante was just talking to his like two associates and they fucking whacked them, Uzi them out. Tra, tra, tra. Dude, and he's just laying there with the fucking still with the cigar in his mouth. Like a classic, like explosion cigar. <laughs> like the you cartoon know? explosion yeah, like cigar? Yeah, the cartoon explosion. Wow. And he's just like that. Like, I was like, wow. Sending a message. Talk about sending a message, Wait, man. Were you, were you no, alive I wasn't even that? around, but just to know that story is just stupid. Oh, stupid. man, that'd be dope if you were like, yeah, yeah that was from my monitor. That's just stupid yeah. gangster. That's stupid gangster. But I didn't know a character. Who did get whacked? I ain't gonna say name or nothing, but and I did get to know him. He was a classic <laughs> character that if you like came across because you knew a couple of the other friends that were your friends, and then he they knew him, and you was just doing the whole like he was just straight up be like, yo, who's this? He had these fat fucking hands, and he was just like, who's this? Wait, I was like, damn, I ain't never met you. And he got he ain't never met me, but he was right. like one of those classic characters. Went down the the old classic route. Elvis, and you talk, always have the best New York like, fucking stories. about to like rat, and then one morning, quap, the back of the head blew his face off. <laughs> crazy shit, man. It was crazy <laughs> shit. It was just wow. like, wow. 
I don't but think. But yeah, it, man, those, those gangster stories, man. Just always like the kids yeah. back here back in the days in New York. We were all like, yo, you know what happened to this guy? How many? How many Crazy of those stories? Shit. Like, do you think inspire? Like, because. Mario Puzo claimed, like when he wrote The Godfather, he said he made a bunch of shit up. Like none of it. And how much do you think? I don't know is, about that. Is like based on like legends that I become real because that, people man. think it's real. Really, I don't know about that. But all I could say is really, I only know like the, like as far as what people have told me right. and what I've seen in the papers, and also saying, "Oh shit, I fucking knew that guy." Oh, I fucking damn. knew that guy. One of the saddest stories, dude. Right, 2003 no. fucking blackout. I was hanging out with a homeboy. He went by Optimus, whatever, like Optimus Prime. <laughs> you know, he was a cool cat. He was a cool cat. You know, he was like down with the Zulu Nation and all that shit. That one <laughs> night that he just had like that rough, you know, like a month later or some shit. He just, he got shot in the back type shit. And I was like, oh, and he was in the fucking front page. I was like, yo, I fucking was hanging out with that guy wow, a month that's, ago. That's smoking scary a to me. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was, that was haunting and weird. You the know? only thing I have to compare that to is like when I worked in the ER and I saw somebody I knew come in, like yeah, on a stretcher yeah, or something man, like that. And I'd just crazy, be like, oh, man. fuck. You know, there's that weird moment of panic. Dude, I got another story, a little classic one right here. I don't know if we have enough time. Yeah. Well, All right, man. I got a couple of bodies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of bodies. Uh, well, let's clarify. We're Jesus. talking about true crime, you son of a bitch. I, I could listen to you talk, <laughs> tell these fucking stories. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Stay right, tuned let's move for... It on. What do you want to promote? What do you want to promote? No, no, no. Stay tuned for bonus episodes with fucking <laughs> Elvis Duran of him just Thanks. telling about people getting whacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get every story. Whacked. Uh, Elvis, would you like to promote anything before oh, you go? Oh, man, Creek of the Crave, Will Watkins, Mike Markle, and everybody that's in the building. Classic. Uh, yo, what up, what up, what up? I love peace, it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're Elvis Peace, 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 peace. Oh, yeah, Stop just put that, lights. put that right there. Put that right there. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause. That was a compliment. Can't drop it, mics. Coming up to the stage, give it up for Alex Murray. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Yeah. I didn't know what else to talk oh, about. Wireless. <laughs> you can go how, anywhere. How are we enjoying the wireless mics? Is this I like it. Go. Yeah, all right. I might get interviewed from out here. Here you go. Oh, I see you, baby. That's Look great. at the mobility. Yeah, man. Baby. I'm everywhere. Man, yo, chip, Commit man. crimes all over this building. Elvis, with this I'm turning your mic off, for fuck's sake. Good, good God. <laughs> You're talking I'm to done. the crowd straight into the <laughs> microphone. Like it, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he does this to me. He yeah. does this to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our guest, Yay. Alex Murray, welcome to the show. Do you, uh, I have to ask, are you in fact a criminal? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, I've done crimes. Uh, shame on you. I've done, I, you know, the same little petty bullshit everybody else does, but for, for a while in my 20s, I ran like a significant amount of drugs from Atlanta to Nashville, Tennessee. Whoa, Whoa. wait a minute. Dangerous. Wait. Yeah. Is the statute of limitations up on this? Because I don't yeah. want to get anybody in trouble. Probably. Wow. I don't know. I, I know. Look, I, we're friends. Nothing ever happened. I we're, just we're, did it. We're friends. I know you, I know you enjoy your uh, chemical weed. substances. It's all weed. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I also know that in the past you've uh, done other things and stuff like that. I didn't know you were... 
I didn't know you were El Chapo. What's, the, uh, what's the redneck El Chapo? It's uh, fucking El Chapo. Now. El Chapo. <laughs> I'm El Chipo. Get El Chapo there. Nah, I mean like. I never paid for drugs saying. in my life. I'm El like, Chipo. Yeah, El Chipo, yeah. God, just saying. I uh, mean, basically, we just like shit dried up in Nashville. And uh, a friend of a friend was like, I know a guy in Atlanta. And so I like went down and I wasn't going to get like a little bit of weed for myself. So I bought a goodly amount and I brought it back and then we smoked it all. And then uh, for, to, to not be on the podcast with, with your hands, how big of a amount are we talking about? Oh, like the first time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the first wow. time, the first time, you know, like eh, uh, an ounce, the first time an ounce. Oh, sure. And, uh, it doesn't you know, sound like a lot now because weed is so is such a Well, the second time somebody knows you're going down, so they want some. So you come back with two and then fucking smash cut to like, you know, six months later and you're like, Okay, if I get pulled over, I've got like twelve felonies in my trunk right now. Wow. Tennessee doesn't fuck around with any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it's super strict. Like Tennessee in Tennessee, a gram a gram uh of uh of marijuana, which is like Fucking little kid drugs, right? That is fucking (laughs) playground ass amounts of weed. And uh, yeah, Ryan Papazzi's probably confiscated more than that before. (laughs) And then enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Dude, that's fucking traveling weed, right? Like, Graham, that's fucking subway worthy easy. Yeah, dude, that's nothing. And uh, But like Tennessee, they don't give a shit. And it's hilarious (laughs) because so much is grown there. Like the Tennessee ATF is just like they're they're like cutting down football fields and burning football fields worth every day. And they're like, man, we can't make a dent. So stop being assholes, guys. Let everybody get high. Tennessee. (laughs) Um, Yeah. All of Tennessee that listens to this show. I'm saying all of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's Uh, fucking cut it out. Tennessee lawmakers. But yeah, I mean, basically. Big Unsung Heroes fans. Yeah, right. But basically, yeah, it got to all of a sudden I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm doing crime. Like, I was just going to get drugs. I was just like, yeah, and like, you know, like like in a movie, all of a sudden you're, you're, I love you're that in you, deep and you're just like an accidental drug me, trafficker. And like, but you know what? I'll be goddamned if I didn't like go to AutoZone and have them check the car and then like make sure all my lights worked and make sure everything was cool and like would get my shit the serviced. The safest driver I in the world. I wasn't going to break down with 12 fucking felonies in the trunk. And then like, you know, I, I like thought about where I was going to hide it. And for sure, you know, I, I was, uh, I was basically Han Soloing, right? You Just were smuggling. totally Han Soloing. Yes. I could make that fucking run in like, I was like 15 parsecs. I was going to, I was going to go Dukes of Hazard. So like, I was it like, actually was it, very Dukes of, uh, well, Smokey and the Bandit, if we're going to get yeah, down to true. it. Cause then you got to run from the, you got to, you got to run from the law. Yeah. The Duke boys were just doing vandalism with fireworks and shit. Smokey was running, uh, running drugs. They were running moonshine, no? Yeah. Hooch, but it was illegal drugs at that time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I did that and it was, uh, stressful. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Now, have you ever been a part of solving a crime an investigation? Um, I, you know, I keep sitting here and thinking about it and like, uh, not, Have you ever, not, you've never re- solved not really, a mystery. I think like in a crime solving team, I'm probably shaggy. I'm probably going to be like, <laughs> what are we, what's going on? Getting uh, yeah. high and eating you sandwiches. You guys are going to figure out what's going on at the old yeah. milk cool. Me and Scoobs are going to go eat a sandwich. <laughs> nice. I always love that there's uh, always fresh sandwich fixings. Oh, I've got a favorite true crime story. You do? We don't own. have to go to the uh, list. Let's do it. List. Oh, for it. Uh, does anybody remember this? This is some good Georgia shit while I'm sticking on brand. Uh, in 2002, uh, a lady in Northeast Georgia was walking her dog. 
and uh, she found a skull, like a human skull. Well, as you do, ground. sure, like sure. Like you do. George she called shit. the cops. She's like, ah, fuck, skull. Called the cops, and uh, the cops show up, and the skull was on the grounds of a crematorium. Does anybody else remember? This was a big story at I don't the time. Remember. In Wait, the crematorium? The dude's name, yeah, the dude's name is uh, Brent Marsh, and he had inherited a crematorium from his dad. And the 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 cops show up and they're like, "Mr. Marsh, we uh we need to we need to check the property. Uh, somebody found his skull." And he was like, "How much you need to check?" And they were like, "Uh, all of it." And he now, was like, he now, was like, yes, all of it now." He was yeah. like, "Uh, okay." And they just started pulling bodies out of everywhere. What? Hundreds. There were bodies in like, he had stuffed a bunch of bodies into a septic tank and thrown it in the lake. He had like just, uh, there were like boxes apparently piled up that he was sticking bodies in. So what this guy was doing, he said that his incinerator had broken, but he was just taking bodies in. That's good. Not cremating them. Wow. Disposing awesome. them on of, of them on his property and then like filling an urn up with like whatever. Cigarette and, butts. Yeah, yeah. dude. Dirt. And Great. sealing it and then you know, people were paying him lots and lots of money to like shovel garbage into a fucking tin can and hand it to bereaved ones. So he was, so he, he, the incinerator broke and he was just like no, making do. No, the incinerator do. for sure fucking did not break. Like it was broken, but it was, this is just, he was lazy. Like he inherited the place from his dad. Wow. And like and they sort of, like this is sort of, they still haven't really figured out. He's in jail, but they were like, why? And he was like, Oh no, hard. <laughs> like he really? just, yeah. Wow. He just sort of was like, I don't really know how to do this and I don't know how to ask anybody. And you know, I guess this just like the fucking drug runs. You throw one body in the thing, nobody gets hurt, and then you're like, All right, well, everybody's happy. I guess we'll just do this every time. And then all of Why a sudden, just smashed, so- smash cut to him going like, I've got so many bodies. Wow. This is the, main, lo- the main crematorium that serviced Na- uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and like a whole lot of north, uh, northern Georgia and northeastern Alabama. Like, it was a huge crematorium. He was getting four or five bodies in a day. And it's one of those things where like, dude, it was probably more work. <laughs> Right. To hide yes. all these yeah, bodies yeah, yeah. than to figure out how to work an incinerator, you moron. I also like uh, who who wouldn't want to buy like sell it. I'm sure the like the government will pick it up or something like that to and just get rid of your giant crematorium. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's like and like every time I was just read a couple articles because I was trying to refresh myself and every like uh, every police spokesperson or any like anytime anybody was interviewed, everyone was like. I don't know, man. This doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like, just like, like whatever. we don't know, man. We asked him, and he was like, mm-hmm. like it just didn't fucking. He was just like, I don't know. It seemed easy. Like, Jesus I also love Christ. the idea of the answer being, well, how much do you need to check? How much did you check? What area? Uh, <laughs> fucking all of it, sir. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Empty your pockets. The dog. most suspicious answer of all time. <laughs> yeah. Empty your pockets. Which one? Yeah, he's in jail as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still there. That's a fantastic. That, that's a good one. I also like that it actually. Didn't- you know what's funny too is, uh, I mean, they they ran him up for it was uh, for stealing. He was stealing the bodies. He wasn't killing anybody. He was stealing the bodies, and then I think it was. Did uh, they bust him for littering? They bust him for they bust <laughs> uh, maybe right. Probably would, some would, sort of environmental like, crime there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You can't just huck a body wherever. Improper disposal. Um, of I stuff. learned about that because a friend's horse died one time. I was like, well, we just bury it. And he's like, no, nah, you got to. There are channels, man. You can't just fucking just fuck a horse, a horse corpse out in the field. That's yeah. not cool. 
put some vulture food out. Pro- yeah, it causes hey, problems. Circle man. of life and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, get them, uh, get some hyenas over here. I was like, what if we take six or seven horses, shove them in a septic tank, and just no? Yeah. Okay. It worked for that other guy. <laughs> septic tank, five stars on Amazon.com. Five stars on Amazon.com. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say the worst fucking thief in true crime is a fucking Nintendo cartridge thief. And fucking G.I. Joe thief. That's true crimes. That's all I wanted to say. Are you mad at someone from when you were eight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been harboring resentments. Yeah, that's who, who fucking, what true crime do I really... Joey Butterfield, son of a it's bitch. true crime. You took my cartridges. Yeah. Uh, Alex, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to promote sure. before you go? Sure. Absolutely. Listen to the Mystic Lasagna podcast where we solve people's problems by uh, using randomly generated Garfield cartoons. That's right. That's 100% and, true. And uh, watch Millennium streaming on Amazon Prime and uh, check out Wine and Sleaze the first Monday of every month at Halyards. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Alex Murray. All right. hey. Coming up next, give it up for, no, used you already, I gotta stop putting these names back in my pocket, give it up for Ryan Papazian. Oh, yeah. There he is. I Uh, like handed that. Yeah, right? Wait, dear sword. Did you swap out, Mike's? I did. Okay. Yeah. I know what's up. I've only had like two beers. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan? I had a kombucha. I'm fucking fired. Oh, shit. Wired. Those cultures? Yeah. Yeah. Their way through you? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Uh, Look. It's, this is like one of those things of, uh, I don't know what kombucha is, but it's been so long that I'm too afraid it's to like ask. It's yogurt soda. It's, it's just good. fermented like <laughs> yogurt. molasses. <laughs> Dude, that's yogurt great. soda. God. That was way funnier than it got. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that shit's, that's hilarious. Dude, I was silently laughing. That, that's yogurt uh, soda. Ryan, I have to ask, are you, in, are you a criminal? Gotta be. Uh, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking... Uh, done a couple things uh keep houses you know no um vandalism I, and stuff actually the the thing that was probably um the most like in terms of the most damage was uh i used to work at a uh, auto shop at like a tire shop and one of the guys one time brought me to the back and he was like hey man do you want to make some extra money and i was like run yeah. <laughs> i was like hell yeah man and we were like friends and so what we ended up doing was um, anytime we had to take out what we called the dead tires, so the tires that we took off the cars, and we bring them to the, the side, mm-hmm. uh, but instead of taking the dead ones out, we just took ones from the back, and then we would tell the boss, like, oh, we're taking the dead ones out, and we brought them out to the side, and then that night, we would come back, hop over to where, like, the, the dead tire area was, and then take those and sell them on Craigslist. And, <laughs> dude, it was crazy. I didn't know how much. I only stole, like, uh, maybe like eight or something. Um, like three grand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, the, like that, there's money in that. This is this JV. I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. dude, I'll tell you how much money that was. So basically one time our manager, this guy is fucking great. This, he's this huge bald, uh, like really buff dude. And, um, one time he goes in the back and I just hear, God damn it. Damn it. Jesus fucking Christ. And we're all just like looking around. And he comes out, he's sweating. He's like, there are 71 tires missing. (laughs) 71 (laughs) fucking tires missing. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Hold on. That means that does not divide evenly by four. No, it doesn't. It means one. So it's like fucking three. We'll take three this time. But... So then, then he, the best line, I fucking died laughing. I didn't like go in the break room after he said this. He goes, he's like, I'll tell you one thing, man. 
when I find out who did this, I'm not going to fire him. I'm going to kick his ass. (laughs) 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 Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, so somebody also, wants, did he just like decide one day to count the tires? Well, like, he, he just assumed everything was fine. So the reason why we uh, he caught on to this is because on the on the on the computer screen, the sales guy would be like, "Oh yeah, we got those." And then when he would print out the report, we'd go in the back and be like, "No, these aren't here." So that happened a lot. So that's where he yeah. started checking. Um, yeah, suddenly it's like every time. Yeah, yeah look every time. The, look over the paper trail every every yeah. time. <laughs> Seventy one tires, and this is and so basically to sum that up, oh, with an average of two, because we t- a lot of times took truck tires because they were like two three hundred dollars each. Sure. Uh, that's our so seventy first av- tire. Yeah. So we're yeah, bordering on grand larceny at this yeah, point. We're bordering so, on some like a legit crime. So yeah, uh, which is all this is all fake, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me too. So was yeah. all mine. I didn't do any. Yeah, I didn't do any. But it, it came out to uh, the podcast fees. So we're joking. Fourteen grand is how much. What? Fuck it is. Yeah. And what? what was 14, great? Hypothetically, dude, fourteen grand. It got so crazy at one point because we had a security camera. So we're like, oh, how are we going to deal with the security camera? And we just one day we just fucking hucked a rock at it and it broke the security camera. And our manager was too much of a drunk to fix it because he's like, I'm fuck. I don't want to fix this shit. And then that's oh it was just the God. floodgates opened and everyone was stealing everything from that place. Doesn't that mean that there is security cam footage of you like hefting a rock and yeah, like but looking I, dead ass into the camera and like <laughs> shrugging and being like, fuck it. Whip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know exactly like how I, I don't even know. Like he never checked that part, but it was it was weird. He would like I said, he wow. was drunk most of the time. So that's why we got away with this. Sure. Sure. That and makes I, sense. I used to this is how he would drink so much that like uh, during his lunch break, he's like, dude, I need you to drive me get more beer. And I was like, I'm still working. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. So I'd drive my priorities. Work related son. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you get fucking wrecked. We all get wrecked, man. We used to get so drunk that like we, we had the diabetic kid pulling the cars because we were too drunk. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Cause the diabetic kid didn't drink or smoke. We're like, well, go out there and get the cars. Yo, no. This sounds like, uh, the most fun job. How dude, is this not a sitcom on FX dude, yeah, at this was, point? It was the it was the best two years of my life. The amount of uh, I dude, I made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> I made a ton of money. I got fucking drunk all the time. It was awesome, dude. We get no. I did. I stopped getting high because the thing is, when you're drunk, you're like, oh yeah, we're drunk. It's this. This is fun. But one time I got high and a family came in. They brought their minivan, so I was fucking high as shit. And uh, I do the tires, and they drive away. And you're supposed to, like, torque the tires down with a torque wrench. And I was so high, I was like, oh, fuck, did I do that? And I just see this family, like, driving away, kind of like, and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I. Bless you, Ryan. Have a nice day. Thank you so much, son. Thank you for taking care of our safety. Yeah, they tipped me, too. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So I stopped getting high after that. But drunk, drunk is, man, getting drunk and working on cars is the most fun. I don't know. You ever do that? Fucking USA, baby. Yeah, that, that, that is. The, that is a, a like a primal thing of like everyone gathers around a car and there's beer. Yeah. I mean, you've got like big ass power tools too, right? You oh yeah, like we had fucking pneumatic pump. drill when you're drunk. Yeah, well, fucking, we, we had this Hell thing. Yeah. It was so great. So we had this thing. Um, we it's called a cheetah, and it's like this big. Think of like a, I already love it. Yeah, it's like a big. Uh, you you put compressed air into it, so you get it up to like maybe 150 pounds of compressed air, and there's like a spout, and you have like a little valve and or it was like a bigger valve and you would turn it and then it would just shoot this like compressed air. 
and we would uh, put tire valve, like the tire uh, stems. Yes. What is it called? It's, the valve, yeah, yeah, yeah. valve stems. And we put like a we put like fifty valve stems in the in the cheetah and just aim it at each other and fucking fire it and they just get like it was like a shotgun blast of like used valve stems uh, in your face and that shit was God damn Ryan yeah. that sounds like fun I don't even I don't Jimmy, know if, hey Jimmy hey Jimmy what yeah blah, 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 blah. yeah and then one then the diabetic kid complained because we're picking on we picked on him a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, pick a number between one and twelve. Did anyone do one yet? No. Fuck, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Number let's one, do it. baby. In 2010, police arrested Rodney Alcala, a professional photographer, and brought him to trial for an incredibly expansive list of crimes. By the time prosecutors had tallied up all of his potential victims, they discovered that Alcala had raped and possibly murdered over 100 women and children between 1978 until his capture. Wow, you really picked number one, motherfucker. That's a lot. 100? Yep. It's more than 71. During the investigation, police uncovered (laughs) photographs of potential victims and continued to charge Alcala as his identity. Entities of victims were confirmed. Even after he was sentenced to death in a 2010 trial, the weirdest bit of Alcala's crime spree, uh, the weirdest bit of Alcala's prime crime spree, though, was his 1978 appearance as a bachelor on the dating game. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the guy? That that's guy the, murdered. The guy who was on the uh, dating game. He was on the dating game. He's a serial killer on the dating game. Uh, where he, I don't, he was actively murdering people while he was on the show. Yeah, I think no, I think there was something. I, I actually read that story, and I believe that um, he w- he actually won. Yes, and, he won. And the girl and the girl chickened out on the first date. Like, good she, call. Yeah, because yeah. she got a bad vibe uh, about the guy. She got a bad vibe about the guy. That no. makes a lot of sense, dude. That's yeah, man. If there's anything, uh, just to tie this in, especially with bad vibes, dude. If Laser listen, fucking. If you got bad vibes, fuck it. Don't. I don't care if you hurt his feelings. So, like, my mom used to be a therapist. And uh, she had a guy um, come in one time. And so re- really weird vibes. And so she's like, you know what? I don't think I can help you. I'll refer you to someone else. That guy ended up being a serial killer. God damn. Whoa. Yeah. So listen, listen to yourselves. All right. Listen to your guts, everybody. I don't care if he's listen on the fucking dating guts. show game. Yeah. Yeah. The rules of the show say I have to date them. Yeah. Uh, what <laughs> would you like to promote before you go? Uh, so I have a show at the end on the 31st of January. So the last day at late, late bar in the Lower East side called good times, bad times. Um, yeah, we're having some fucking fun people come out. So, and, uh, go self help yourself yeah. and go self help, go self help yourself. We're having Mike on the uh, podcast. Yeah. So. We'll be doing that soon. Yeah. Live yeah. from a van down by the river. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Maybe. ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for Ryan Papazzi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for Ray DeVito! What's up, buddy? How are you? Good to have you back. It's been a minute. Yeah, good times. Welcome to the show. You've been listening. Uh, Ray, I have to ask, are you, in fact, a criminal? Um, the only time um, that I've ever been like close to arrested is uh, when I played basketball as a teenager. We would break into gyms. Sure. And, to get the uh, get to gym time. To, to just play. And uh they would always um uh, I never got arrested, but they would arrest the black kids. Really? Yeah, From the beginning. That's Lakewood, Ohio for you. 
And so, I mean, it does sound like wholesome Americana, like when you <laughs> hop the fence to go play basketball or whatever, like you do, you break into, yeah. to, like you're not doing anything bad. You're not like fucking the gym up. You're literally just using it what it's for what it's meant to be used for. That That's it. Yeah. But just because it was closed. Would they let you finish your set before you fucking? <laughs> yeah. No, no. They would get it. But uh, it was more like if you did not live in Lakewood, like they, they would, uh, I, I've been in the police car and like taken down to the station, but. It's always the kids that were not actually from Lakewood, and uh, they would get arrested. One kid uh, couldn't become a cop because, uh, oh, because shit. of it. Oh, shit. Like, That's fucked later. up. I They're don't playing like that. basketball. Yeah. That reminds me of, like, when you, I used to, I love the documentaries of, like, uh, the skateboarding in California when they would hop fences and go skate pools, and they would do, like, uh, skateboarding in the pools in the 70s and the early 80s. And uh, they would get arrested. Like they would, they would uh, arguably they would fuck up the pools with their skateboards because it was a drought. They would drain them. Yeah, we weren't messing anything up. We're just kids, yeah. not causing trouble, just playing basketball. It's like, yeah, nah, we can't have that. We're even being healthy. We're active yeah. children. Like, what? Yeah. yeah, doing nothing wrong, not committing crimes. Right? No, you still get arrested. Have you ever been involved in solving a crime? Have you ever investigated any kind of mystery? Um. I think I talked about it here. My roommate uh, that killed uh, that uh, killed his mom. Uh, oh, is which that? I, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to revisit because that was alone. Right. That was on the other show. But I, I think I have something you would rather talk about if you would like to. Whatever you uh, want. It's your, it's your time. Um, I played basketball with R. Kelly in 2003. What? Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that? He's a weird fucker. He's a weird yeah, son of a, a bitch. Criminal. Yeah. He's, so he's this, a criminal. Yeah. He's a criminal. Yeah. By the Wait. way, like I, people don't look at me, but I play basketball, and it's not because I have any talent. It's more so the fact that I have ADHD and have to get the energy out of me. So I sure. play six hours a day from like the time I was fifteen to like twenty three, and so you become good just because just you, put you the play time all the in. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ten thousand yeah. hours of whatever. Yeah, yeah. yours was basketball. Uh, what was what was? How did that happen? Like, how did you get involved in playing? Was it here in New York? No, no, Cleveland, Ohio. That's where I'm originally sure, from. Sure. The Omni on West 130th Street. Uh, a, lot, a lot of, like, I played against Earl Boykins, who played for the Nuggets. Uh, uh, I played against him a bunch in high school. Ruben Patterson, who played for the Trailblazers. There's some players. Yeah, they love, people come from Ohio. And uh, so uh, I, w I got invited to play with R. Kelly. R. Kelly was coming one afternoon, and they needed dudes to, like, play with him. And I was like, fuck. And this is, like, 2003-ish, uh, so after he peed on the, the girl. And everything, and after I, it had come out, the tape that the tape yeah, had come yeah, out. Yeah, after all that wow. shit, I, I still think I was a huge fan of R. Kelly. Like Ignition, great song, fucking. Uh, That's a weird. It's a weird like the whole separating the art from the artist because there are still people who like the mute. They're like, yeah, he's a fucking monster, but then like remix to Ignition comes on, and yeah. they're like, I love this song. Yeah, world's greatest is a great song. I believe that can. Like, is it, yeah. is it, it's a great I mean, song. It's, it's great a, song. It's hard to you know deny that those are good yeah. tunes, but he's a fucking creep, you know. So so I'm excited to go to play with R. Kelly, and so uh, I get there, and there, and there's only like there's only like ten, uh, ten of us there. It's like purposely like closed off, and uh, so it's I'm on the same team as R. Kelly. It's me, R. Kelly, his uh, his two dudes. He's got two buddies, sure, and um, they probably played college basketball somewhere. They're like they could play. They're like six foot five ish. Uh, by the way, this story is nothing like the Chappelle story where they oh, play yeah. with Prince and he's like <laughs> make some pancakes at the end. Yeah, game it's, blouses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's way shittier. Uh, so his two buddies who probably played college basketball somewhere, like they could play. And then my buddy Pat, who at the time played at uh, Teal College, so he he could play. He's a rebounder, and uh, so we get there. By the way, we're there like five hours. His two buddies didn't say a goddamn word to me. 
the entire time. Like he, they didn't talk to anybody. They they describe all of the R. Kelly stuff. I, to be fair, I did not watch the documentary thing, but I haven't I haven't watched it yet. But they do like everything that's come out about him. It feels like there's like a cult around him. Yeah, like his it, employees it are like brainwashed. And, yeah. and there's like this whole weird hierarchy that you have to don't look at people in the eye and shit like that. They 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 were weird dudes. Like they didn't talk. Like I'd say hello or whatever. Like talk anyway. But uh, they they could play. But here's it. We're playing full court, and uh, every time they would like get a rebound, like an offensive rebound, and they could easily go back up for an easy layup. They wouldn't. They would take the ball, dribble it out to the top of the key, and hand it to R. Kelly. Whoa. Yeah. And then just set picks for him so he could like shoot outside shots, which. He could shoot a little bit. He didn't drive to the basket or play any defense. No, but it wasn't. I mean, this is, I'll be honest with you, this isn't a basketball podcast. I have no idea what, but you basically the point of it is that he was, give me the glory. This is my game. Yeah, it's pick up basketball. If you want to do what they were doing, just go on another court and just shoot around by yourself and let them get you rebounds and like pass the ball to you. Like, this is stupid. It's full court basketball. Did like, they? Did they pay you to play with them? No, no, no. I just went there to play pickup basketball, and I was I was excited. But it was weird as shit. So that's going on. It was so weird. My buddy Pat, who's also on our team, every time he get a rebound, he would dribble it out and give the ball what? to, to Arkell. Like, he started doing it, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, wow. You, you don't know this dude. He's not taking you on tour with him. Like, yeah. What the hell are you doing? He's paying those other two guys uh, apparently for sure. he's paying that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's weird as shit. And, like, this one time, like, I got, like, the, a loose ball, and I have an easy fast break layup where I can just go lay it in myself. And just to be sarcastic and just break the levity also, I purposely, like, dribbled underneath the basket then went all the way back out to <laughs> half court and handed the ball to R. Kelly, thinking I would get a laugh or something. And he just kind of looked at me like, it's about fucking time. <laughs> like, wow. kind of like he just expected that shit. It was weird as fuck. It was. The, did you see, was there, he's, so I guess like a basketball weirdo, but you didn't see any other creepiness. Were there like girls hanging around? No, they were not girls and Because I've heard that just, story as well that he like will have girls watching him play basketball who are like supposed to be there. Like they have to be there. No, no, like, he, he didn't have, it was just him and his buddy. It, oh. it, it was just weird. Like that's not how you do basketball. Like yeah. that's not, you don't fucking. Right. It's, it's, a, our, it's a team game. It's like he's, he's a fucking psycho, crazy person. Like he's passing a the rapist. ball is also part of basketball. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're I like how you're so ball. mad about the fundamentals of basketball. Yeah. You're like this guy. He just does it. Not a team player. You know. Well, I was also uh, uh, pissed off because like after the after we're done playing, my buddy Pat uh, got a picture with him, and uh, I was like, oh shit, like it's still fucking R. Kelly. So I went to. I was like, hey man, can I get a picture? And he fucking wouldn't take a picture with he me. He said no. He said no. That's what you Apparently, gave. You should have passed him the punishment. ball. You should have uh, passed him the ball. Yeah. Uh, pick a number between two and 12. Um, 11. 11. As of 2016, former mortician Bernie Teed is, is in a Texas lockup for the 1996 murder of Marjorie Nugent, a well-to-do widow whom Bernie shot to death before hiding her body in her freezer for several months. Perhaps the strangest bit of the story is that in the wake of Nugent's disappearance, no one seemed to care. <laughs> Thanks to her reputation for being somewhat of a curmudgeon, her disappearance drew no concern. Uh, uh, that well, happened with Chris Cornell, right? When he died, like the or not Chris Cornell, the 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 oh, sing, oh there's a famous singer that happened to like he was in his apartment for like three weeks and no no one like gave a shit because he didn't talk to anybody there was a few people that have isolated the himself there was that guy from in excess that killed himself by choking himself michael hutchins yeah what well, wasn't him uh maybe the dude from lincoln park 
Uh, no, no. Uh, was it the Allison Chains lead singer who cut himself off from society? Lane Staley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, that one I hurt me, man. I loved, yeah. I loved Allison Chains. Yeah, apparently, yeah. The they they only found it later on. Blah 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 blah. And then um, Jack Black portrayed Teed in the 2011 movie Bernie. Yeah, it's apparently he was released in 2014 pending a second trial. In 2016, his original sentence of 99 years was reinstated. He's back in. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, according to this article. But yeah, that what kind of a piece of shit do you have to be where you're murdered and people are like, where's this lady? <laughs> Never mind. No one yeah, looked yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fucked up. Just people are like, thank God she's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray DeVito, thank you so much for being uh, here. Thanks, what would you buddy. like to promote before you go? Um, the show here every fourth Saturday, uh, Doogie Horner and I uh, shoot the shite at the creek. Shoot the shite at the creek in the cave in Long Island City, Queens. Ladies and gentlemen, give it for Ray DeVito. Uh, thank you so much. Is that it? Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for actually Igor Martinez. Did you give me your name? Oh, that's what it was. I just gave you the heads up. Yeah. Hey, Igor. Baby. What's Tell up? Tell me you'll be up next. Uh, brother, welcome to the show. What's up? I have to ask. That's going to be hard Are to you a criminal? Uh, yeah, I think so. I have been arrested. Um, you have been arrested. Is it something yeah. you can talk about? Is there a yeah, pending yeah, trial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was underage drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was... Um, yeah, the, the arrest was like the minimal part of it. Um, but first, I love shoplifting. Oh you, my you god! You and Joe, I mean, it, there's, there's. I remember as a kid, like love I really, it. I really like would get a rush from stealing from like the school cafeteria, and I would like shit, oh, shit, shit in my pockets. Yeah. I remember I never got like I never got caught. I got caught, but then I would like I I, I remember oh. I I learned how to pull my pocket out in a way that showed that I that it looked empty, but really there was stuff in it still. Oh yeah. hell yeah! I was you know you pick things up you know yeah, it's the yeah, tricks yeah. of the trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a professional thief. That's great that you never got caught. Um, I used to, you know what I used to steal? I used to steal a lot of uh, Under Armour men's underwear. <laughs> what? That is very specific. Yeah, I would go into Dick's sport, not Dick's. Uh, you didn't sports sniff authority. it, right? It's no, not you. No, no, no. All right, all right. Yeah. Even if I did, it's called great. I would, it was... uh, I would steal Under Armour underwear from my neighbor Kevin, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I would go to a Dick's sport or uh, fucking Sports Authority, and then um, I because I, I worked out a lot, and I would go grab it and then go to the fitting room. I was like. If they catch me, I'd be like, well, how did you know I was stealing it, you fucking perverts? You got cameras in the... Oh, that's fucking pretty good. That's, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Because they never had the, the sensors on them. Oh, yeah. I see. I get what you're so saying. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, luckily it never went down to that. But then, I don't know. What was going to be like? Oh, you, you want to call me out, you fucking pervert? Yeah. What was I going to do? Hey, you know? hey, kid. Hey, kid. Take off your underwear. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking genius, by the way. Yeah. Anyone who hears I might try this. And yeah. my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. If it Just make sure it doesn't have a sensor. But my friend, who was, he was a heavy dude, he, this was the only underwear that uh, I, I, well, I, we weren't like sharing underwear, but I gave him one because he found out. This was the only underwear where he wasn't like sweating his balls off with. Oh, they're great underwear. If we can get sponsored by yeah. Under Armour, that would be great. Hey, well, hey, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, we you risked can, you uh, can do the podcast. we risked jail for your product. You could do the podcast just in your Under Armour underwear. I, I would do it if they sponsored yeah. us. And, uh, and my buddy was like, and I would just give him. That would be the theme of the week. Everyone's got to fucking get everybody. Take your pants off. Everybody yeah. get in your underwear right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, get me undies. They sponsor oh, podcasts. Shit. What what is uh just a quote Nate Bargazzi's joke about how Under Armour is like it just uh, highlights all your problem areas. Yeah, you just want to know what you need to fix. It's, it's where, it casts a shadow on good. every fold. <laughs> That's pretty um, funny. Uh, Igor, have you have you ever solved a crime or investigated a mystery? No, the one of the this. There's part of me hates Brazilians. Okay, what? But, what yeah, is, wait, the sexiest people. Make it people. sense. Make uh, it make sense. So I had this neighbor. I had this neighbor who was a Brazilian kid, and he was like. Like the villain in a fucking Brazilian movie. He was just like the shittiest fucking bully kid. He like just didn't even go to school. He was just dog shit. But we found out that there was uh, you know how like there were all gated communities and sure. suburbs. There's one home that a family had moved out, so it was completely empty and it was right waiting to be uh sold. And oh, that I, is a great. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that is that was a great childhood crime, oh, yeah. trespassing, abandoned oh, into abandoned homes and construction sites. Well, that's what this. Oh, I stole so much shit from construction yeah. sites. What? That's what this kid did. He he barged into this home and he took a shit right in the middle of the living room. <laughs> there was just a big turd laying there. I like how he's br- blaming all Brazilians. And I, for yeah, that's by the way, you know I, how I, Brazilians I, do taking I, shit in yeah, living rooms. I know oh, it's a problem. You know, I know st- it's a problem. You mean Johan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all of them. They're all living room shitters. Every single last <laughs> one of them, you know? And then, yeah, and then I was like, and he's just such a shitty kid. That's and the most specific bigotry ever. I know. Where it's like, you know, these fucking Brazilians taking I, their shits everywhere. I, and like, and he, no one gets the reference. Like, what? <laughs> Johan, the shit. That's not even a Brazilian name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was pretty, all right. That's pretty uh, shitty of me. Uh, but if he was, but if he was just, like, that would have been funny if he was a decent human being. You know, if he was a nice kid, I would have been like, oh, that's hilarious. Whatever. But no, he was a shitty person. Like that, the fact that he shit didn't even have anything to do with it. It's it like when just- someone attractive flirts with you versus when someone ugly is flirting right, with you. Right, you're right, like, right, exactly. oh, get the fuck away from me, you creep. Yeah. And then when if they're attractive, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. this is yeah. hilarious. You, you got good taste. Good day, thank yeah. you. Uh, so you're just saying that the he, he you hate Brazilians now because this kid took shits <laughs> in a, uh, a house. It's gonna take a lot to convince me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pick That's a number between two and twelve. Some are taken. All Seven. Right. Seven. In October 2000, two Texas women were murdered in a similar manner with days of, in, within days of, of one another. Neither woman had known, neither woman had any known enemies. In fact, both families reported that the women were loving, kind, and professional. One a nurse and the other a loan officer. Living completely unconnected lives, they only had one thing in common. Both women were named Mary Morris. Police found both Mary Henderson Morris, 48, and Mary McGinnis Morris, 39, dead in their cars. An investigation into the matter turned up no evidence, and both cases remain unsolved. The prevailing theory is that Mike Morris, husband of Mary McGinnis Morris, hired a hitman to kill his wife. Unfortunately, the assailant made a mistake and targeted the wrong Mary Morris first. Damn, but then he ended up killing the right one afterwards. He's very get, thorough. Yeah. He's like, it's... <laughs> Boy, was he red in the face. Yeah. I, oh, my ha- God. On the dark web somewhere, there has to be like a Yelp for assassins. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I would be surprised where he's literally like, like <laughs> but how bad must he feel? He's Three like, he killed, stars. he killed the wrong Mary Morris, yeah. but he's like, he got five stars because he went back and he corrected yeah, the error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, to make mistakes, everybody makes mistakes, yeah. but hey, you got to correct him and he did a good job yeah. of murdering. I got two Mary Morrises for the price of one. You know, That's really funny. That's fucked up. <laughs> I would have probably hated that bitch anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably uh, What would you like to promote before you go? Uh, nothing, man. Just uh, come out to Creek and Cave and support live comedy. The Creek and the Cave in Long Island City, Queens. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Igor yeah, Martinez. Yeah, 
closing out the show, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Toby Nelson. Thank you, Ray. Damn, man. Cordless mics, baby. Did you swap them out or did you take yours? I take. I just. I, is this is this not a good mic? No, no. you're good. Everything's. Okay. I just have them. I know which levels are which. Oh no. no, um, no. Yeah. Uh, Toby, thank you for being here. Hi. We're talking true crime. Toby, oh, yeah, I know. are you, in fact, a criminal? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can you talk about the crimes that you've committed? Um, I uh, I shoplifted um, and oh, got yeah. arrested for it. That's when I had the, uh, the the weed that was in the jail toilet that I smoked and got E. coli poisoning from. What'd you steal? Um, There's a, a to C in that scenario? There I'm is trying. indeed. Uh, Come see me do stand-up sometime. Wh- um, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, uh, you used to shoplift from like like oh my god everything like, oh god i was really really good at it until i got hubristic <laughs> you start to get a little cocky i yeah, think that's I, what I went back to the same store three times in one day Ooh, that's wow. i advise against yeah. uh, that is not good um, a friend ambitious. of mine a friend of mine is banned from kmart i'm banned from yeah. lowman's you're banned from lowman's yeah uh what were you stealing clothes and jewelry oh, and yeah, shit, she was you know, Winona Ridering. She I was. was. I really, I really was. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? Um, and uh, then also, I, I, uh, I have a DUI, and that's why. That's when I did seven days in jail. Oh boy, yeah. The DUI, Ooh, yeah. I, I do, I do not co-sign like smoke all the weed you want uh, even traffic it from yeah. other parts of the country <laughs> if you want uh but i uh, driving I'm not, pr- I'm not proud i'm not proud of any of this because no, like- <laughs> what ends up happening is like i had a friend of mine that got busted for that and it like fucked him up for like a long time it was, it was extremely uh it was uh d- like don't drink and drive just in general i'm extremely lucky that i got caught because i was speeding it was i like i didn't hit anything or right, anyone right, right. I was fine. No one was hurt. My car was fine. I just was speeding and fucking stupid. Yeah. So it was the best case scenario. Yeah. I was really. Were they lenient because of that or no? No. (laughs) I'm just saying that like, thankfully in terms of like my life and stuff, like nothing really bad happened. Yeah. But Uh, uh, it really fucking blew. Luckily I could walk to my job. And. Oh yeah. yeah. Like if I hadn't been able to, it would have been. A friend of mine had to get a hardship good. license, which means that you can only drive to and from school yeah. and work. Yeah. I, I would have been able to do that, but I know myself and I know that I'd be like, well, I could go to the grocery store or like whatever. And then it would escalate. Yeah. And then so you would have I just, I just said, provoked. no, I'm not going to do it. Have you ever been involved in solving a crime or investigating a mystery? Yeah, constantly. It's literally like, what <laughs> let's like. talk about it. <laughs> Boom. Talk about a lead in. Yeah. What what is your what what's on the burner right now in terms of crime in well, in the gossip world? Um obviously Chris Hansen. Chris um, Hansen the to, to catch a predator. He didn't pay taxes. Don't worry, he's not actually oh, a diddler. Damn it. I thought I, I know. How, but he was escorted from his home by the police. How so, ironic you know, would it have been if it if it is like Jim no, Chris that's Hansen? Not fun ironic. That means that he touched kids. Yeah, it's tra- <laughs> it would have been a tragedy <laughs> after Ironic nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. Still ironic. No, but I mean, yes, he, he was escorted from his home by the police. <laughs> I cre- I became of, uh, the thing I very sought yeah. to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying I to think of a good I- iced tea joke about it. Like you know, but uh, iced tea. You all, it's always like you know, sit down, have, have some iced tea. You know, yeah. like they are like, where, 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 what's her name going? Like, oh, she'll, she'll be right back. Um, so what, what are you, do, what are you doing here? You know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That I loved. There was always the Bill Burr had that bit where he's like, hey, they come in with like a bunch of like hard cider, and I'm yeah, gonna fucking eight year old. You know, like, they're like super blatant about. Well, I'd it. really like to see one of the predators ice Chris Hansen. That'd be funny. 
<laughs> Clank. Oh, shit. Uh, I, gotta... it's, I, I don't mean kill him. It's when you present a Smirnoff ice to someone upon bended knee and they have to drink it. They have to drink for, it. For I, I've never understood that. <laughs> he has to drink it. Drink it. Yeah. And drink, it. drink it. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like chugging it. And as soon as he starts chugging it, he like bolts for the door. Yeah, He's exactly. Like, <laughs> that, that's what I would do if I was Smoke the predator. Smoking <laughs> Uh, what would you, uh, what else you got? What else in the in the uh, well actually current events? Well, actually, um, current events related. Sarah Kennedy and I are going to be recording our episode with NT on Tuesday. Oh, well, yeah. fantastic! So, I meant, I meant uh, like yeah. you know, plugs a plug away whenever you want. Oh, That's yeah. fine. I was just talking about more more gossip. Well, more I'm, hot I'm goss. saying so. Uh, so I'm so we're talking about what we're going to talk about. Oh, because we because we're she and I are sharing the show. It's like a basically like 50 minutes and we give him stuff that we want to you know what we want to know about right right you know so my main thing is uh what the deal is with mel gibson and um who who he's killed and where and yeah. what when what you know? Do you know that story does everybody know that story no. this, on the set of yeah. apocalypto yeah yeah, yeah, on, a, yeah, yeah. on the set of Apocalypto, Mel Gibson allegedly murdered a woman. Yeah. And it's been covered up since then. Yeah. And that's why all of his shit went downhill. Like he went really like crazy, crazy. Because he's, I think the guilt is killing him. Is, is what's. That's uh, so generous of you. That's well, really, I, that never even occurred to me. I was just like, he's just horrible. It's and the, he does bad things. Oh, uh, no, Davos, not he, you. He did 100% okay, murder Christ. somebody. You have a yeah, wireless mic, take did. it with you. I know, I'm going to. He did 100% murder somebody. He is a fucking monster, but yeah. it's definitely I mean, the telltale heard, yeah, heart he, of every, the. Everyone's heard the shit that he that's... said on, like, on the tape to his to his fiance, yeah. like the mother of his child, where he's like, I'm going to kill you and bury you in the Rose Garden, but first you're going to blow me. Yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, like, that should it, be the, the, the reason why you want to get famous now, right? <laughs> Not the money, the ability to get to away. Kill. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yes. I think celebrity a lot gives of these you a license do, to kill. I think a lot of people do things like that. Yeah. Oh, what was, uh, what was that guy? Ro- uh, Robert what? Durst or whatever. Oh yeah. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> kill them all. Of course. What was the guy? The uh, oh, Robert Blake, Robert Blake, oh, Robert Blake. He okay. killed a lady. Like, OJ, uh, k- well, murdered, uh, murdered what, that lady. What were you asking? Oh, why did, um, it's uh, rough. Like she She's was a, a prostitute. Rough like sex, a, a baby. Sex rough sex. Yeah. Get so the he, danger um, sex. So suppose, like you She's know, the, the, the generous people. reading of it is that you know it, it was an accident. Another reading of it is they're in the fucking boonies in Mexico shooting this movie, and he knows he can get away with killing a woman who has no one looking for oh. her. You know. Wow. So yeah. there's two different readings of it, but that is the rumor, and it was published by NT years ago, and then taken down like within a day, which never, 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 never happens on like blind item sites, like it, because it's basically seen as if you acknowledge the rumor. That it's giving right. it credence. Well, that's that whole Streisand effect yeah. of this. If you try to get something off the internet, yes. it just shines more light on it. Exactly. So, because it raises suspicion on so stuff. So, he might not want to talk to me about that specifically Maybe. on the air. Yeah. Uh, which is why I'm going to tell him specifically ahead of time that that's, yeah, that's why yeah. I want to talk. That's Don't why I want to ask him about it. Like, yeah. Bill Gibson murder. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But you so I might not end up talking about it that specifically on the podcast, but you know, what we, you heard about it here. So, that's a, uh, yeah. What if you Hannibal Burris? Mel Gibson. Yeah, what if you're responsible for his yeah. downfall? I mean, I'm trying to. Like, <laughs> this, I'm 
has anyone ever seen like my online presence? Like it's all like read the book you, read the motherfucking traitor Baru Cormorant, and Mel Gibson kill the woman. Yeah. The, <laughs> she's got a brand. Toby's definitely <laughs> got a brand. Toby's yeah, on brand Toby. definitely a thing. Okay. Would you like to go to the list of uh, obscure crimes? Yeah, or do you sure. have you got I've, more? I've known about all these crimes except for the murder mystery one. That was extremely funny. What uh, number between uh, two and twelve? There's a few that are taken. But just get just uh, four. Four was we'll stay. We'll do three. Uh, yeah. In 1931, 56 year old Carl Tanzler was working in a hospital in Florida. Boom, Florida. When he fell in love with a 22 year old Cuban American woman named Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos. Oh my God! I think I did. Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos. When the couple met, Deoyos was dying from tuberculosis, a terminal condition in the 1930s. Is this the one where he like mummified her and kept her in his bed? Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Throughout the last year of her life, uh, Tanzler reportedly showered the young woman with gifts and purchased an expensive mausoleum when she passed. After her death, Tanzler visited Deoyos' grave uh, singing Spanish love songs to her. He later claimed that her spirit encouraged him to remove her from the grave and take her home. You should see so, my, uh, my, my stance yeah. right now. It's Your very drop victorious. The mic stance is impressive. <laughs> so one night in 1933, allegedly haunted by these ghostly requests, Tanzler carried Deoyos back home in a wagon. Over the next seven plus years, Tanzler preserved the woman. He replaced her skin with silk and wax. You can see pictures body, of this on the internet, by yes, the way. Stuffed her body Body with rags to keep its shape and used perfumes to disguise the smell. Uh, this is a it, story of true love. It is. It wasn't until 1940. <laughs> you, you should read you. The, when the Doyos' sister Flori, Florinda stormed into his home with police in tow that the truth was discovered. Tanzler oh, wasn't actually prosecuted because the statute of limitations on his initial crime had already lapsed. So we he got it. away with he it. He probably did nail it too. Oh, he for sure fucked oh. that thing. Sorry. You said it. Yeah, he oh, for sure fucked that thing. How do you know? Like, why do you like? Why are you so up on all of these murder things? Do you have a, fa- a? Yeah, I'm a big true crime person. Do you have a favorite true crime uh, podcast how or I found show? The fucking creek in the cave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the true. last podcast on the left used to record here. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, you know what it was your favorite your favorite now is Unsung Heroes no my favorite True is Crime oh, yeah. I, lo- I love Unsung Ooh. Heroes obviously but my yes. favorite is uh, Page 7 obviously right um, NT's podcast Crazy Days and Nights on Who Weekly who weekly? Yes, it's an it's another great celebrity gossip podcast. Of course, of course. And All what in the you biz. were talking about earlier about the old Hollywood murder stuff, you must remember this. Yes. Karina Longworth. It's basically like the best research podcast out there, and it is the secret and or forgotten stories of Hollywood's first century. Wow! And it's like uh, she did an entire season on Charlie Manson's Hollywood. And what it was is this so, called? Was what so, is this called? It's called You Must Remember This. You like must the, like remember the song. This. Sure, sure, like, sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get yeah. it now. And, That's uh, amazing. She, uh, this, this season is uh, her fact-checking Hollywood Babylon, which is this great old so fucking... Have you, wait, have you heard the season or just read the book? I've read the book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hollywood Babylon's like this old like book called by, uh, by Kenneth Anger, and it has the most salacious and insane rumors about everyone in Hollywood, the photo from like the twenties to like the late thirties. Wow. 40s kind of thing. I love and all this, this shit. Yeah. And this season is I her fact checking that book. Cause the book was written yeah. in like the forties. 
So that's but those are my favorite podcasts Toby, besides my own. Yeah. Started for Degrassi. Now we here with oh, Adam Suzanne. All right, time to do your plugs. Which was uh, we released a new episode today, just now. Uh, yeah. went, up, went up on iTunes. Anything else uh, going on? Um, I uh, uh, like I said, we're recording. Sarah and I are recording with NC, so um, I uh, they can follow you at Tobes. Yeah, the yeah. So on... we'll so we'll be on the Crazy Days and Nights podcast um, this week, and I will totally link to that. Uh, you can follow me on the internet. Uh, I, I'm mostly uh, Cylon Attack on Facebook, but I also uh, Instagram at Obvious Stark and rarely tweet at Tobes the. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for Toby Nelson. Guys, that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We record every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens. Uh, Also, you can follow us at Zeros on Heroes, Zeros on Heroes on all social media. I'm at Mike Mercadol on all social media. Thank you all for listening and helping us solve these true crimes. Remember to go out and be heroic!